Hello, everyone. Welcome again to another episode of Front Row Negative, the podcast. I'm your host, Aaron. I am joined once again by my brother for another mother, the artistic, overworked card designer, Chris. Jesus, you ain't kidding, man. Overworked. I can't say underpaid, but <laughs> sporadically paid uh, for this stuff and uh, mm-hmm. still waving that poncho's flag no matter what, man. Yeah, you can keep raising that poncho's flag. You know, the only thing that's going to be coming is disappointment. So, how oh, are you doing Jesus. this week? It's been, it's been a full week. How are you doing? Oh, man. Uh, exhausted as always. I'm living the gimmick. I um, I honestly, uh, man, I've got so much work that there's just never enough hours in the day, man. And, I mean, I know you and I have talked about it. Uh, it's not going to change. We're going to be uh, tired until we die because uh, mm-hmm. I'll be late True. for everything. I'll be late for my own funeral. Um. But no, I'm, I'm actually uh, all of that will be for uh, for uh, you know worth it because tomorrow night uh, at seven fifteen, my wife and I mm-hmm. will be boarding a plane to Disney World. That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, before you, as before the kids you, do, we before you board the plane and you and you're already dabbing. That's 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 so fourteen of you. That's so fourteen I'm, of you. Hey, uh, so, bef- <laughs> so fellow, before you board young, a plane, fellow youngins, youngins. Uh, before you board, we have a podcast, and also we have a guest this week. And this week, our guest, because last week we had a really fun guest. It got a lot of good feedback. We got a lot of hits on that guest because you know he's a popular nerd, you know, Nerds Unite and all that. Great guy, super fun. But this week we went from Nerds Unite to Nerds of Anarchy, and our guest, you can you can say that he's like a professional popcorn bucket collector. You can oh, see Jesus. that he's got more slabs than the local morgue hanging on his wall. He has, you know, he, he's everywhere. You go to a convention, you're probably going to see him there. You go to a toy show, you're going to see him there. You go to the movies, you might see him buying popcorn and filling up his popcorn bucket in the lobby there. So we've sure. got sure. Bob Camacho on. Bob, how are you doing? Oh, I'm doing good, guys. Uh, thanks for, uh, you know, bringing me on. Uh, I know you had the fun guest last time. Hopefully, I'm a little fun too. I don't want to be a not so fun guy. <laughs> so hopefully, um, hopefully, I'll be entertaining enough. So no, every guest we have is fun. We, we, all the guests that we've had so far have been a lot of fun. We haven't had a bad guest yet. So hold on, wait. This is where I call it B O B C O M A C H O. Right there, all you right. go. See, I'm oh, okay, sorry. I had to get on my system. Apparently, the Spirit Squad is here tonight for all your wrestling fans. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> But What's yeah, up, really, man? Thanks for uh, thanks for bringing me on board, guys. And uh, no problem. Yeah, man, I'm just I'm just here, and like you said, uh, you, I'm pretty much everywhere. I mean, we're we're all everywhere, and uh, I mean, I'm like the the Waldo, I guess, of the nerd community. You know, <laughs> you, all, you can always <laughs> tip to loop for me, and I'm there, and you'll find me. But no, it's like that episode of Tiny Tunes, uh, where like the, there's that one where they're, doing, where they're doing yearbook and the award for most pictures, and like it was like was it the little boy with like the blonde hair was in every picture in the oh, yearbook. Yeah. Yeah, and it turned out to be Buster Bunny, like in costume. <laughs> I mean, well, that's you. You're 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 everywhere. Yeah, you're everywhere. Pretty, much. pretty much. 
But there'll be Jeez. times I'm like I'm at a toy show and you're like I check my phone and it's like Bob checked in at this toy show. I'm like, wait a minute, where the hell is he? I don't see him. <laughs> I'm always but then it's already too late. He's struck. Yeah. Hey, where's your popcorn buckets at? Hey, yeah. Yeah. now Bob is here. You know, if I haven't got a new popcorn bucket like in a while, so you know. Anybody <laughs> well, listening got some popcorn buckets for sale, let me know. <laughs> well, Bob, uh here's 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 um here's the heads up. As you know, we'll be at the House of Mouse uh this weekend, and if I see anything. I'll hit you up and let you know. We're gonna to have to bring our extra bags. So we can bring a damn carry-on right, little back popcorn buckets back hey, to Houston. Hey, PayPal yeah, okay. ready. PayPal ready. That's all right. Well, be. okay. So you're heading out this weekend? Yeah, we're, we're flying out tomorrow night. Nice. Well, I'm actually heading over there next week. Oh, oh okay. Like my second okay. time, but the family's first time over there. We're going to hit up Disney World. So nice, dude. Yes, yeah. awesome. Nice. Can't so, wait. Can't wait. Very nice. And go dough with nachos. Right. <laughs> so, <laughs> to start off, I've got to ask. You know, we'll, we'll kind of jump into a lot of other things first. Of course, but you are the co-creator, or one of the creators of Nerds of Anarchy. Uh, yes, that is correct. How did that come about? Because it went, that went from like a small group, I think, of like thirty when I joined, to many, many more people added. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's a couple years back. Uh, I'm not actually. I don't actually know what how long it was. Uh, it, it's been it's been some time, maybe like four or five years. Yeah. Um, it, it's it's actually. Uh, I want to say there's like six of us. Uh, my guys from Dallas. Okay. And um, you know, we we met actually at a comic con uh, in Dallas. Uh, I think it was Dallas Fan Expo, and uh, okay. we were just, we were just a couple of guys stuck in line um, waiting, you know, to meet people. Um, you know, I, I've, uh, my first friend was Abe. He was the uh, real good friend of mine. Um, he's in the group Abe Stanfield, one of the okay. creators. Okay. Um, so yeah, we, me and him met. We started talking. We every time we went to the con, we were always just always in the same line, just talking, talking. Uh, long story short, that's just you know all the other guys kind of came in. There's Marco, um, there's Alfredo, Chris Wiggins, uh, Paul, okay. and then Tommy. Um, basically, we just we just all met in the J. Scott Campbell line. Um, just waiting. <laughs> I don't know if you guys ever hung out with him, but he takes forever. So we we're just waiting in line yes. talking. Yes, that, that's where it all started, you know. And and after the con, we were like, hey, let's you know, we exchange numbers. Um, I don't think we we're, were we on Facebook. I don't know if we were on Facebook at the time, but anyway, we exchanged numbers and we just kind of started a group uh, a group chat. Then mm-hmm. and it kind of evolved. You know, we took it to Facebook, and okay. then it just evolved from there. You know, I we met so many. Uh, different interesting people from the group man it's been it's been a wild ride honestly okay well wow yeah Uh, that's awesome yeah i remember joining in pretty early and i think i was at it because at the time uh i had met you and you had made a comment about the about about the comic palooza name badges whenever i was there and you're like we're gonna get one i want to get one how do i get one yeah and i told and i was was like well you know i'm staff that's it's what it is and then (laughs) The following year, I had this giant license plate looking badge uh-huh. that that was, that was like a flavor flave like time clock with with the maps and times and everything. And you're like licking your lips off the side, like man, I like that badge, right? What Whoa. you got going down? I like that badge. <laughs> oh, I might still have mine. Oh my I, god, mine's mine's on the floor over there. My kids play with with the, my old ones that they're uh-huh. on, they're on the floor. Yeah, uh, but yeah, I, I remember I was at it and I would go in there and check. And I know for a while, like, uh, it was like half the Comic Palooza staff was in that group. And looking back on it, even then, I was like, man, hope nobody says anything bad about Comic Palooza. And sure enough, every so often, somebody would make a, would, would take a pop shot. 
and like you know turf wars started happening and you yeah, have like, there's always that one person that starts <laughs> something i know yeah, yeah and it's like in a way versus cp in there and i'm just kind of standing back eating popcorn just watching all the fighting the, going the Michael down Jackson meme yeah <laughs> Calapalooza, come out to play pretty much yeah it, it's always like that uh but i just remember being in there and it was always it's always a lot of fun i've met a few people in there yeah that I know that I also recognize from other groups as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I've talked to a few, like we've, I've done tradings, like figure tradings. I've done mm-hmm. other things where I've been at shows. Yeah. Um, but I think the one thing that, that, that I think me and you kind of connected at, and this was, yeah, this was before Halo Fest that we, that we, that we kind of hung out at oh, yeah. was I had posted my Disney finds for mm-hmm. whenever I took the family to Disney. Mm-hmm. I posted, I was like, Hey, I just got this thing. This is awesome. You know, check it out. How nerdy is this? Uh-huh. And it was the ATAT popcorn bucket from Disney. Oh, uh, yes. Yes. And not even 20 minutes later, wow. I get this message. Someone slid into my DMs. Hey, man, how much? Yeah. And I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, a, I'm, yeah. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, I had to have it. <laughs> I want that. And the thing is, the thing is, like the whole day, I'm like, I'm like, I've worn that thing across my 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 chest. I'm walking it like a dog because it looks like a little like a little pet dog. Mm-hmm. People are loving. People are asking where I got it from, and I'm pointing them to the different directions and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was having so much fun with that thing, and that's when I discovered, uh, okay, who's this Bob Camacho guy? Okay, you want it? I'll be at home next week. I'll be at home next week. Come meet yeah. me at my job. Oh yeah, and we'll cut a deal. Yeah. And you literally showed up my first day back to work. Yeah. So now, was, that, was that the first time we physically uh, met each other, or have I seen you at like the at Comic Palooza beforehand? I mean, I, you, I'm pretty sure I have. Right. You would see me at Comic Palooza uh, a few times. Yeah. Uh, you would see me because you would come up there, and, and the, like one of the questions you asked one time was like, "Hey, like, hey, where's the wrestling at?" Or I'm like, <laughs> "Oh yeah, hey, you're right. Yes, okay, yeah." And I was like, "It yeah, rings right there. Go take a seat. <laughs> Go wait." Uh, but, but yeah, we had the interaction every so often, but, uh, we really didn't get to know each other, like become, I guess, better friends Yeah. until the popcorn bucket thing. And then exactly. since then we would hang out, yeah. we hung out at Halo Fest whenever that, that was, was fun. That was, that was fun, dude. That, that, that was, was a cool event. That was, that was a blast. Yeah. And uh, you've always been a really cool guy you, and I've never met anybody that says anything bad about you. So another reason why I wanted to have you on the podcast, you've always been a really cool guy about that. Yeah. So, uh, enough with that nice stuff. Uh, <laughs> Make so I, bigger. <laughs> no. So uh, before jumping into anything else, we have a thing. We have a segment that kind of starts to show off that okay. we've kind of been late to now. Um, basically, what are you watching? What are you reading? What are you playing? Or what are you listening to? Just some stuff that you've been either catching on the last week that you've been catching on Netflix, maybe on TV, <clears throat> in a theater. You've been hitting it up on game because it's free on Game Pass or PSN. Yeah. Stuff like that. So because you're the guest, or if you don't want to go first, we can kind of come back to you. Um, no, I, don't, I don't mind at all. Um, you know what I'm playing, and I'm always playing is is of course Warzone. I mean that's I, I play that re- religiously. I have all these new games, but yet I still play Warzone. <laughs> I, I, it's a curve. I don't know. I can't get off of it. I mean, it, I play with you know some some guys in the group. You uh-huh. know, we just we always have a good time, and I never, I can't I can't stop playing it, dude. <laughs> it's it's <laughs> got a problem, but um, you know that's that's what I play. You know, I play Warzone. Uh, as far as what I'm reading, dude, I have, I, I, I should get them, but no, I have like a huge stack of books that I've, I've been getting from my, uh, you know, I go to Uncanny Comics. That's my shop. That's your shop. Um, okay. I've got a huge shop, uh, stack of books that I've yet to even start reading. I've got so many good titles in there and so many number ones. I've just, mm-hmm. so I'm not really reading anything, basically. I, uh, I work and, you know, Warzone take up all my time. 
<laughs> and then so, now con, con season starting, so I'm always you know traveling to the cons and shit. We gotta ask. So yes, when you play when you play a uh, Warzone, mm-hmm. is that with or without Monster Energy drink? Uh, I don't. I don't, I don't like monsters. <laughs> so okay, I, okay. That's without Ooh. monsters. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. So so you're not a total Kyle. Yeah, no, without <laughs> monsters, without any chips, you know, I'm not like the Cartman of you know, <laughs> Warzone, but uh, no kitty, that's a bad kitty, <laughs> but, that's, yeah, that's you cool. know, and um, to where I'm watching, uh, I actually watch a lot of older shows, you know, ones that I've you know, that go back and that you've already seen, you know, like Sons of Anarchy. I've, I went back, started watching that again, mm-hmm. um. Yeah, that's actually where we got the Nerds of Anarchy, by the way. <laughs> you didn't know. But, um, yeah. So what? I that. Yeah, I know, right? Um, you know, do, watching Rick and Morty, of course. You know, I got the Rick and Morty new episodes out. Watching that. Um, just started watching the American Horror Stories. You know, the spin-off. Okay. Um, mm. Pretty disturbing and cool at the same time. So okay. I think like horror stuff, you know. I don't know if you've jumped on it yet, but it's pretty cool. I, like- I, I know a few horror movies here and there. I, I've watched a few of them. <laughs> just a little bit. Just a little bit, just just a little bit, in my life. Uh, I, I will say, since you mentioned Sons of Anarchy, have you started watching Mayans? Uh, you know, I when it first started, I watched like the first two episodes. I, I uh-huh. could never get into it, and you know, I have it just sitting there in my Hulu. Yeah. Um, I just, I, I don't know, man. I just can't bear to really get into it. I'll, I'll say what you're experiencing with with Mayans. I experienced with the Sons of Anarchy. It took me to get to episode five to finally really get into Sons of Anarchy. Oh, okay. With Mayans, I uh, I was hooked by episode three. Oh, okay. I was hooked by I was hooked by episode three, and and I think to be to be honest, and I've mentioned this before on the show. Mm. I think while Sons had a better overall had better overall actors, uh-huh. Mayans has better writing and stories. Okay. Once things start get going in Mayans, it mm-hmm. doesn't let up. They they plant the seeds in the first few episodes, and then everything's blooming, like episode after episode after episode. Things are just blooming. Oh, okay. And it it gets really it gets really good. It's just just kind of give it you know, give it to at least episode three or four. And it's still ongoing, isn't it? Like there's still new episodes for it. They just renewed season three, so season three will come out next year. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. So they they, they just renewed for season three back in hmm. I think April or May. Uh, oh, okay. But very good, uh, a very good show. I'm really digging it, uh, and it's just a lot of fun to watch. So. And, and, and you know, real quick, uh, going back to the Sons of Anarchy, and then of course the Nerds of Anarchy. The the real quick story where that you know our name came from, of course, Sons of Anarchy. Um, mm-hmm. Our friend and our other admin, Alfredo. You know, he was actually he's a huge fan of Sons of Anarchy, and you know, mm-hmm. we were all like, hey, let's let's move it over to Facebook. What? And I was I make I was making the page like I always do. And um, I was like, man, I'm stuck on a name, guys. I mean, you know, I know we're nerdy and blah, blah, blah. You know, what what the heck can we even call ourselves? And he was just sitting there watching Sons of Anarchy at the time. And he was like, hey, man, how about like, you know, something of anarchy? You know, like, and I was like, hey, you know, we're, we're a bunch of nerds. It's nerds of anarchy, you know, and just it just it, that's where that's where the name came from. You know, he's, he's watching it. And I was like, nerds, you know, let's, let's do that. <laughs> OK. So it work. That's pretty cool. I mean, and again, it's got a lot of group. It's got it's got it's a big group. Uh a lot of people are in it. Lots of people like, you know, if you, if you need any, if you need to find anything out, uh, you can basically ask a question in a group and you'll get a straight answer, you know, from several people, yeah. uh, helping, trying to help you out. Now there are, there are some trolls like whenever group, but Ugh. this one, uh, it's a lot of fun. It's definitely a lot of fun. Yeah. <laughs> and especially this week with all the San Diego and the comic con 
posts and releases and updates and leaks that have been happening, everybody's excited about everything that's coming out. Yeah. Uh, about oh, yeah. like the toys, the figures and everything. And that slaughter. Uh, oh, yeah. Today, wow. yeah. Today pissed me off with that. We'll, we'll, we'll get into that later though. We'll get into right. that later. So, uh, is, so is, is there anything else that you've been watching or like, have you, okay. Have you been to the movies or anything since the real, we, we haven't been to the theaters yet. Um, you know, of course we, I think the last one I watched was, uh, you know, we watched black widow. Yeah. Um, oh, that was pretty good. I liked it. I was actually surprised. I don't know. Have you guys seen it? I've not mm-hmm. seen it yet. I've not you, seen, oh, Chris it. seen it. Okay. Well, I don't, don't want to, you know, ruin anything, but I mean, it was, it was good. I, I, I didn't think it was going to be as good as I thought, you know? Okay. I was shocked. I do want to see it. Um, I don't really care for spoilers on this one just because I, the Black Widow, I know it's going to be a super action movie. It's going to be like, you know, high octane, kind of like Winter Soldier was. Yeah. Um, but I don't really mind the spoilers just because I'm not, there's nothing that I want to be surprised about with Black Widow. Okay. There's no characters that are, that I know that are involved yeah. that will surprise me. So I, she uh, survives. She makes it. <laughs> <laughs> I will so, say if you have been watching like um you know Captain America and Winter Soldier, yeah, um, and like Loki and all them, um, then you there is a little nice surprise at the end of Black uh, at the end of Black Widow, um, you know, the character yeah on there. Oh that yeah, yeah, that's true. Pretty much uh puts them all together, which is really interesting. Um but I mean if you don't mind spoilers, I mean I, I really don't want to actually no, I don't I don't mind the spoilers. I mean we, we could put up a spoiler warning, you know. Uh, basically, skip for the next thirty seconds ahead. Just, just, um, uh, just if you haven't seen Black Widow and you, you know, you've been following, you know, uh, uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier, you know, there's just wait to the end. You know, MCU movie, of course, is going to be something at the end for you know, yeah. just, you know, watch it and take a look at it. You know, it's a nice little character on there for you. Okay. Oh yeah, man. But yeah. but I will say this though. But I will yeah, say this exactly. though. If, if exactly. I get spoilers from uh, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, I will cut a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm very much looking forward to that. I mean, the the end of Loki was very, you know that that was awesome. That that basically sets up the next yeah. ten years. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it, oh, and Loki man, was yeah. great. But you don't understand. This is Sam Raimi coming back to semi horror in the Marvel universe. Yeah, for the second for, for a second semi horror themed movie in the Marvel universe. Yeah. We tried that with new, with uh, New Mutants. I enjoyed New Mutants. I know a lot of people did not like it because they didn't understand the characters. Mm-hmm. I thought it was great. I thought it was good. Uh, we had the that Ghost was the Rider biggest movie. problem, dude. I'm sorry. And let me yeah. interject on that. I did also enjoy New Mutants. Um, mm-hmm. I have a pretty extensive knowledge of comics. Not that I'm trying to brag or anything, <laughs> but um, so from, from the place of business that you cannot name yet. Exactly. Um, but yeah, man. Like uh, the, the most people that were bitching were the people that had no idea. Yeah. You know, like who these characters were, and then yeah. like the 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 love interests and everything. They're like, Jesus Christ, we're still it's still twenty twenty one. We still got to explain to people that people can do stuff without their fucking approval. But like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but oh, she kissed so and so, and she kissed her. Is like, yeah. Well, if you read anything, you would know that, but yeah. you don't. Your knowledge is literally based on nothing but movies and TV because you have no patience. You're you don't read nothing. Oh, oh, just wait in 15 years when the Alpha Flight movie comes out with North Star. <laughs> oh, my God. Their heads will explode. <laughs> just wait for that. Like, people, they go, oh, my God. Yeah. I'm so, shocked and appalled. Uh, I'm getting in my space car and I'm flying back to Alpha 5. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll, I'll take the next. Um, I watched all three Fear Street movies that are on Netflix. I, I powered through them all because oh, I read yeah. some of the Fear Street books back in the day. Yeah. I read a few of those. 
Um, and I wanted to see if there's any kind of connection to the books that I read. Cause I, I think I read like four or five of them. Um, overall, the show as a whole, all three combined was okay. Part mm -hmm. two was the best one out of all three of them. Part two was the it, best. It was, yeah. <laughs> very, it's very Friday the 13th. It was very yeah. Friday the 13th. Very, yeah. Wasn't that what they're going for, though? Kind of like the, a trope fest? Well, part one was Scream. Part two was Friday the 13th. And part three was The Witch. You know, the one with, the one with Black Phillip. If you're okay. going for tropes and what they're kind of imitating. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. But, I see, I don't want to get PC or anything, but... The overall tone was because of somebody wanted to come out with how they're going to do the story, and I thought that was kind of it's like that's the really that's the reason for the whole sh movie set was because of this. Yeah, didn't make sense. It didn't yeah. make the, the big reveal in part three was like really, yeah, that's what it was. That's yeah. the whole that's the whole twist is you know coming out that that yeah. uh, kind of a letdown. Kind of a kind of a big letdown. Now was was the Fear Street because I, I never read Fear Street. Uh, mm -hmm. was, was it for kids or was it for like no goose? Oh geez, Chris. <laughs> I figured I'll take the microwave microphone off my face. Oh, yeah, we still heard that. Yeah, sorry about that. Yeah, you know, might want to wipe your your camera down. <laughs> okay. <laughs> weak, weak. Uh, but okay, so Goosebumps was for kids. Goosebumps uh -huh. was for the the, the preteens and the early uh -huh. teenagers. Mm -hmm. Fear Street was for the middle aged teens and late teens. It was geared okay. toward more so that. We because had of, it in my elementary school library. Because with Goosebumps, Goosebumps focused more on the, the the scares and like the the Twilight Zone kind of twists at the end. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And then you had Fear Street, which which dived into dating and sex and violence. Type okay, of so there was a lot of there was a lot of sex and violence. It wasn't a lot of it, but it was more romance and relationships. Oh, okay. And they would talk about it, and they would do that, you know, those things. Yeah. Uh, and that was kind of what it was geared toward. And if you were, you know, a teenager back then, you either had uh, Arl Stein's Fear Street, or you had Christopher Pike, with his teenage uh, horror drama books. Mm -hmm. And uh, I read both. I read a lot, just because you know, I loved horror stuff. So yeah. I read a lot of that crap. Uh, but for the movies overall, they're it, it's okay. Really, just watch the second movie. That's it. Just watch the second movie, uh, and you can kind of leave the rest alone. They were entertaining. I'll, I'll give them that. You know, it, it wasn't you know nothing to you know wow over, but I mean, yeah, it, was, it wasn't. You know, it was, but say, I, I will uh, agree with you. The second, uh, which I think a lot of people that I asked in the group, you know, when I had posted about it, they they I think a lot of them agreed that the second was you know probably the best of uh, the best segment out of there. Out yeah, of definitely the best segment out of there. Yeah, uh, but I mean, it's up to you. You know, go watch, check it out, form your own opinion. Uh, hopefully, you'll like it more. If someone's listening, if they like it more than I do, that's great. If they don't, I feel your pain. So <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I can see that. Uh, for reading, um, I recently picked up uh, Superior Spider-Man, like Omnibus or Volume One for nice. Superior Spider-Man. So I'm reading good that. series. Good series. Um, that was kind of the Spider-Man I left off on when I pretty much stopped collecting like individual comics. Yeah. Uh, I was in the middle of reading it when I just kind of stopped just because life got in the way with kids and stuff. So I never really got to finish and pick it up. Yeah. But I've always wanted to read, you know, Superior. Team Up Superior, That Superior, and I think uh, the foes of uh, Superior Spider-Man. Yeah. Was it the Sinister Six char characters. So I'm starting with Superior Spider-Man number one, volume mm -hmm. one, and I'm reading through that. And it's a lot of fun. It's, 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 that's great. It's just fun reading. I will say it's one of my, you know, because – 
you know, but back in the day, Marvel was like my top favorite. But then, of course, you get to the newer stuff. I, I didn't really like all the newer stuff. But yeah. Superior Spider-Man, when that came out, I, I loved it. I, I read them all. I have them all. And I I love mm-hmm. I love the story behind it. It was, it was really good. So you, that's a good one you're, you're reading about. Right? It is. Yeah, Superior Spider-Man is really good. Um, I, I've, I've enjoyed it. Uh, as far as comic book series go, uh, one I, I miss a lot because I miss collecting comics. I miss a lot, reading a lot of comics. Yeah, and one of the ones that I miss reading, like individual issues of, was Spider Man Superior Ultimate, mm-hmm. regular Spider Man. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a comic series called Atomic Robo, which I loved. Mm-hmm. Atomic Robo, so much, so fun, so much fun. And then uh, the the comic Chew C H E W from uh, Image that was that was a great series. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now I'm I'm slowly kind of getting back into reading comics, just reading in general. Yeah, and I'm reading Superior. Uh, I'm also reading a book. It's the the Lost Rod Ster, uh, Rod Serling Twilight Zone short stories that he wrote. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm reading the volume one of that, where it's all these stories that he had for TV ideas for episodes uh-huh. that never happened. Yeah, they, they, they were just they just kind of sat on the floor. So wow. uh, uh, I'm reading that. And I'm also reading, uh, I mentioned this many episodes back, where I'm still reading The Knights of the Living Dead, which is a whole bunch of short stories surrounding George Romero's Night of the Living Dead that, that are happening in other parts of the country during the outbreak. Oh, okay. So, That's pretty uh, dope. Like a different tra- point of view, basically. Yeah, just different side stories. Yeah. Okay. Like one of the stories happens in Texas, like, you know, where uh, people are street racing, Vin Diesel style. And, uh, <laughs> and it's an family. Family. <laughs> And it's happening in the it's happening uh, in the late '60s, and they're shoot racing, and they get interrupted by zombies. Oh, okay. Nice. While they're while they're racing, and it's funny that I mentioned that now. Like, yeah, that's predetermined Fast and Furious stuff. So <laughs> it's a lot of fun. <laughs> and, and as far as gaming, I'm still playing Second Extinction. That is such a fun game. Just a just a pistol whip a dinosaur. Uh, I'm what playing this another game. Huh? What is it called? Second Extinction. It's by the people who made Apex Legends. They made Apex Legends. Oh, okay. And you could do you could do a three man party or you could go solo, jump in and start doing little missions. But you get to shoot dinosaurs. You get to pistol whip them, which is even better. Uh, and you get to fight like a Triceratops and Ankylosaurus. So, so like it's rock style. Yeah, yeah, with shotguns and pistols and uh, rifles and everything. It's a lot of fun. Nice. I love uh, I love Turok. I, I like Turok too. I loved it so much, and I have I have it on my Xbox, and I. I had to, I seen it on the store and I bought it a while back and I just love that game. The one for 360 or the one for uh, uh Xbox one. Like it was uh, it was in the store. Oh yeah, that that the oh the remake. Yeah, the yeah, remake. The remake. Yeah. Yeah, where he where they made him like Native American in a military uh uh space marine. Oh no 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 it's it's the it's the old school Nintendo 64. Oh okay. Oh yeah. okay, never mind. Well they, I know they did the remake where he was like a Native American in like a space marine type setting where he was like a tracker. And it played like Uncharted, where you can you can kind of sneak in the grass and sneak up on people and dinosaurs and ambush them and I take them. I know out. what you're talking about. I think I think I kind of remember that. That one, that was I liked that one. That was a lot of fun. A lot of people got it, hated it because it wasn't the old school Turok. It was only one player. But uh-huh. it was, I enjoyed it for being one player. I thought it was fun. Uh, but but I'm playing Second Extinction, very much like Turok, uh, very much like Apex Legends. Just a lot of fun. And then I'm also playing this game that was free on Game Pass called Outriders. Uh, which is kind of like Mass Effect meets The Division, but hmm. on another planet. Uh, oh, okay. So it's pretty cool. I'm enjoying it. Sure. A lot of fun. So, Chris, what you got? Well, I'll tell you, man. Um, we You forgot to mention, man, we watched uh, SmackDown. Did we talk about SmackDown last week? 
We did not talk about SmackDown last week. Yeah, that's right. Okay, so yeah, definitely uh, that was pretty fun uh, being back uh, at a live show. Uh, you know, I know WWE isn't really geared towards us anymore. No, uh, being that, you know, <laughs> no, it's not. What have you? But um, it was it was kind of cool, man. It was cool to see a return to you know normalcy in regards to that. So we definitely watched that. Um, yeah. I watched my niece have fun. Uh, you yeah. watched your kids have fun. No, uh, no, no. I watched Gwen have fun. Oh, Parker <laughs> went into it? Parker did not like being there. He wanted to leave about 30 minutes after we got there. He was done. He did not care anymore. <laughs> there was no monster trucks. I mean, come on. Pretty much there was no monster trucks there. He was like, what kind of garbage is this? No, but uh, that was cool, man. It was, you know, I never thought I would see, I would say this, but it was cool to see Cena come back. At least somebody that, you know, I recognize or, you know, can be slightly entertained by. Um, <laughs> that was interesting. And, you know, that was definitely fun. We, we definitely had a good time doing that. And we talked about AEW, didn't we? Yeah, we did. Yeah, we talked about AEW okay, last week okay. with uh, Sully. Cool, cool. That's right. That's right. Um, watching, reading, playing. Uh, oh, you might on Disney Plus, they have that new series. Uh, it's like five or six episodes where it goes behind the scenes of different rides at Disney. Mm-hmm. And it kind of gives the history of them. Yeah. That oh. was really cool. Okay. Oh, wait. That's not the Imagineers? The Imagineers? No, no. This was this is different. Uh, Imagineers, the Imagineering is kind of a, a swooping, uh, all-encompassing story of Disney, period. Whereas, um, the, this, the, what was it, what's it called? Inside the Magic? Is that what it's called? No. Um, behind the Attractions. It's basically toys that made us for Disney rides. Okay. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah, that was super dope, and uh, so I've been watching those and my usual uh, listening to my usual, you know, true crime podcast and you know, wrestling podcast. And okay, I gotta ask because I so I put this in our group chat. Did you listen to Talking Shop with Orange Cassidy and uh, uh, Wheeler uh, Yuka? Of course. <laughs> yeah, dude. No, I mean it's. The, the, the talking shop, I mean, uh, Bob. I don't know if you listen to Talking Shop at all, but uh, are you familiar with the current wrestling product, like Bullet Club stuff and all that? Uh, no. Okay. okay. There's a tag team of uh, Carl uh, Anderson and Luke Gallows. You watch wrestling back in the day, WWE. Yes. yes. You remember uh, Festus, the uh, yeah. that guy? Yes. His 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 that his that's Doc Gallows, aka Luke Gallows, aka okay. whatever. Um, Sex Ferguson. Uh, <laughs> um, they have a podcast, and they just—they literally—it's called Talking Shop, and they literally just talk shop. They talk uh, wrestling business, and they talk crap, and, and all kinds of stuff. And that's one of the better podcasts on there because they just—they just hand it up really well, man. They're—they're just—they call hoots and, and good good brothers and whatnot, and they just—they uh-huh. have a good time and, and mess around. Yeah. So it's pretty awesome. Huh. It's really funny. It's it's they, they do voices because they both do impressions. Uh-huh. But Luke Gallows does an impression of the Fink from old school oh, WWF. Yes, and he's and he's perfect. And then he does it. Is and then he does an impression of a toothless Stone Cold, uh, <laughs> which is even better. <laughs> which is even better. <laughs> so definitely plug the so like like each episode is like maybe like thirty minutes long, if even that. Uh-huh. And mm-hmm. it's just just straight up comedy. It's just comedy gold. If you love wrestling. Just go and watch that. Mm, uh, definitely. Be, you know, definitely check that out. Uh, oh, and I guess since we're talking a little bit about wrestling, I guess something that we d- have been watching this whole week since last weekend 
a lot has happened with wrestling. You ain't kidding, we, we man. Can, we can just kind of quickly go through that. Me and Chris, with our selective uh, families that we went with, went to SmackDown Live, had a lot of fun. For me, it was like another episode of SmackDown just live this time, uh, even with uh, Cena there. Um, so then <laughs> that happened. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. And Bacon's favorite came out. And uh, twice. twice. I literally in got in trouble at rehab. Yeah. You know, you know, you know, nobody told you to stand up and jump around, especially on a slippery floor. Nobody oh, told you to do that. my God. So uh, we were there. That happened. Uh, Finn Balor, with Finn, Finn Balor, which is which is Bacon's uh, favorite. Uh, she nearly lost her goddamn bacon bits over that. Oh, wait. Oh, go man, listen to the good. second ever episode. Is it the second episode? Yeah, second episode. Mm-hmm. Christmas gift. Yep. So, uh. She lost her bits. Finn Balor comes out. He debuts. Abs everywhere. He's got abs on top of abs. Uh, he, he he's he's officially on SmackDown. That happened. <laughs> the next night on Impact's pay per view, uh, it had AEW champion Kenny Omega fighting the challenger Sammy Callahan on M- for eighteen A Impact. Omega retains, but that's not what everybody's talking about. What no. ends up happening is the current Bullet Club leader. Is comes into the ring and confronts the old Bullet Club leader, Kenny Omega. Yeah, man. So, and this is this is this is a big deal because yeah, this is some groundbreaking shit, Bob. Because, I don't really understand because uh, New Japan has sent over Bullet Club members, but they're kind of like the lesser uh, mid card level wrestlers. Over uh-huh. they, they sent them over like ELP, El Fantasmo, uh, Tanahashi, Chase Owens. Uh, Kenta has come over, Hukalia, mm-hmm. uh, and now uh, this is. But this is the leader. This is like New Japan employee uh-huh. Jay White, which played Jay White shows up, hmm. and that's kind of you know people are freaking out because of that. That that's the kind of a big deal. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And then fast forward to uh, the, you know Sunday night, Cena comes back. Um, <laughs> and and then because of everybody who because of everybody who's debuting in other companies when that Raw, when we get back in, we get back Whisker Biscuit himself. Goldberg shows up on wrestling yeah. on Raw. Yeah. Goldberg. yeah, yeah, guy. Basically, he looks like Santa Slay now because of his age and yeah. that white beard. I mean, he's, he's not cosplaying there, anymore. Yeah. He's, yeah, he's not cosplaying anymore. He is Santa Slay. Yeah, uh, he shows up. Uh. I forget. Didn't somebody else show up on Raw? I'm forgetting. Um, did somebody else return? Oh, Keith Lee. Yeah, another wasted yeah, yeah, return. Yeah, yeah. Keith Lee returns. He'll probably Harry be featured Endeavor soon. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. And the NXT champion debuts on Raw and loses to an old washed up Jeff Hardy in like a minute and a half. But Dude. but another debut. De- debut. Jeff re-debuted his old theme song that everybody wanted to, to bring out. Uh-huh. No more words. That made the appearance. And then that's pretty much it for wrestling. I, I I'm happy I met him that uh, the other day. Who? The, speaking of Jeff Hardy. Jeff Hardy. We. Uh, yes, right. Yeah, you he, did. Had, um, he had that little appearance, I guess, because he he has a band, right? I didn't even. Yeah. I didn't what? even know his oxygen. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Okay. But yeah, speaking of Jeff Hardy, yeah, I mean, I, I met him, and I, I've I've you know I've, I was always a fan of them, you know, him and his brother, you know, back yeah. in the day. Um, and like, I mean, I didn't want to cut you off. I'm just saying, you know, he was he was really nice yeah. to me. Yeah. No, that's cool. Um, my my son is my son is a big Jeff Hardy fan, and I think that's uh-huh. why he was bored at SmackDown was because he was hoping Jeff Hardy was going to be there, and he wasn't. Uh-huh. 
And he was like, yeah, I'm done. Jeff Hardy's not here. <laughs> I'm done. I don't care. Oh, so he, 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 he just didn't care anymore. Uh, yeah. but that's really cool. That you even got to meet Jeff. I still haven't got to meet Jeff. I've met Matt like twice, but I haven't met Jeff yet. Nice. So, uh, yeah, it was, not- um, it, it was, it was one of those events that kind of pop up on Facebook and, uh, mm-hmm. I was like, oh shit, really? I mean, I didn't, you know. And it was just it, it, he he went to like Dallas, Austin, and San Antonio. Yeah, the Texas tour. Up, yeah, I caught him up in Austin. That's uh, that's really cool. That's yeah. really cool. So uh, before we and and of course, uh, well, let's talk some Loki now because we didn't get to do this last week. Chris, <laughs> finally, you have watched the final episode of Loki. Yes. Yeah. About time. So, what did you I'm think? What did you think of the final episode? You know, I um I've heard mixed reviews from people. Um, mm-hmm. I know that in the in the age of instant gratification, mm-hmm. uh, people now are more akin to wanting everything, uh, everything for nothing right now. Give it to yes. me. I don't want to wait. I'm I'm impatient. Uh, yeah. Everything's at the snap of a finger. I want it all. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm not like that. I'm not like that. I've never been like that because. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, God forbid I get a little bit of story and a little bit of build up to invest me yep. in the next 10 years of movies. Yep. Um, the people who griped uh, about um, he who remains, which we all three know that you know, if we're putting two and two together, this is yep. not his last hoorah uh, oh, or no. his last incarnation <laughs> okay. of who we're going to see. Um, uh, which is interesting because he's going to be Kang. I mean, obviously yeah, he's we, a variant of Kang. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think maybe he was more of a, more of a subdued, Kang and my, mm-hmm. my theory here is that he was put there um, by an evil Kang or a Kang we haven't met yet um, because hmm. I, I don't think people are ready man Kang is Kang is uh, chaotic Kang just wants to control everything and well I, I, I will semi agree with you on that and the okay. reason I say that is because first Kang that we that we met the the one the he who remains he made it. He made it predominant that there were three timekeepers. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was three. It wasn't just one. It was three. The ending of Loki, we got the single, where it's all about him. Mm-hmm. So, okay. so I'm thinking that Evil King didn't put him there. Now we're getting Evil King. We're, oh, yeah, we're yeah. getting. We're, we're getting the Conqueror. And I told. I kind of made the scent last week. I was like, yeah, it's very Back to the Future. It goes from like you know Twin Pines to Lone Pine at the end. Yeah. Uh, not trying to give anything away, but that's kind of what happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, uh, you know, he, he said it. He said it himself. I mean, if 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 um, Sylvie, you know, continues and does what she set out to do, mm-hmm. that basically there will be hell to pay. Like, you know, she's we're gonna have to deal with her his evil variants. You know, yeah. So that, that's basically that. And then you know, she goes and does what you know. She goes and does. You know, stabs do. him with that. Yeah. yeah. Stabs him. I didn't want to ruin. I know, you know people may have not watched it or whatever, but uh, anyway, yeah, she basically just sets up the next, you know, yeah, ten years. <laughs> I mean, she, 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 now, she, now we got to deal good. with the variants, you know, the evil ones. So mm-hmm. we're in for yeah, a wild I'm, ride, man. I, I'm excited. I I like the fact that we're going to get the multiverse of madness, which means, uh, you know, logistically, this, you know, again, I I might be way off base here, but this is a perfect way to introduce your FF and your X Men. Yeah, uh, because we're that that at this point all th- all bets are off the table. I think yep. this is where the what if animated series comes off. Uh, it's because, a you know, lot of doors. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I mean, dude, 
at this point, I don't know why anybody would be surprised that anything is possible. Well, um, that's, that's why I said that the first episode of a Loki, the woman walking in the background, that's super soldier Peggy Carter from what if that's the, what if variant of Peggy Carter walking in the background. Yeah, Things are already man. starting to put into place. That's oh, or that's that's what I'm thinking. That's what I'm guessing. Dude, that, that's the mouse guess. has the money, and don't be surprised <laughs> in like a, a handful of years <laughs> that we end up getting DC versus Marvel amalgam movies. Yeah. With like, uh, if we get a Dark Claw animated series, like the mm-hmm. old school Bruce Tam style. Yeah. Come hey, on. Justice, Justice League Avengers. <laughs> man, I'm just the saying. I'm ready, man. I got the book ready. <laughs> yeah. Right. Seriously. So, so I'm gonna throw this around the table. For like you know, Loki, One Division, Falcon, Winter Soldier, rank rank them three. One the best, three being least or not least best, but one's your favorite. Rank them, and we'll start with Bob. Your first. Oh, um, Falcon, Winter Soldier will probably be my number one. Okay, uh, Loki being second, uh, One Division being third. Um, it, I, I I liked One Division, but it was I don't know, it was too. I don't want to say it was too slow. It was just, mm-hmm. I don't know. It took a minute to build up and it's just, it was my least favorite out of the, okay. Out of the Marvel shows. Hey, fair enough. Fair enough. Everybody's got their own opinions. <laughs> uh, so that, that's great. Hey, Chris, what you, what you got? Um, you know, I think, uh, for my, my, my favorite so far is probably going to have to be Falcon and Warrior soldier. Um, uh, and my reasoning for that, is going to be, um, I like what we, I like, I like that we're, we're facing things head on. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the social commentary is, is, is straightforward and is appropriate and needs to be talked about and things need to be covered. Uh, okay. because the world we live in, I mean, you know, we need to, I mean, whatever, do whatever we can do to help people get past these shortcomings and, and, and these uh, mis, mis, uh, misnomers about, uh, you know, um, race and, uh, you know, there, there's been mistakes and these mistakes okay. have been in place for a long time um, and people have been too scared to face them. If this show can go and do that to where people can pay attention to it, because that's where people are now. We're all engrossed in our fantasy worlds and stuff like that. And I used to be of the mind that I didn't want, I didn't want real world in my fantasy. You know what I mean? I used yeah. to be of the mindset. That I, didn't, I, I didn't want any social commentary in my, in my X-Men books or my Spider-Man books, but like, that's where, that's where, that's where we're headed. And that's where, what's where you're going to reach people because as a, you know, and this is my personal opinion, as a general rule, the world sucks and it's full of garbage people. No offense yeah. to anybody who's listening. If you're garbage and you know it, please change. But the thing is, <laughs> like, if this helps somebody, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I think it will. I think it had to have, it had to have woke somebody up. And I hate saying that word, but, like, there right. are garbage people out there who still, you know, don't understand why you could, you know, go to, you know, not hate bringing religion, but, like, go to church and say one thing and go out here and drop in all kinds of racial epithets and stuff out in the streets. Like, you're doing mm-hmm. it wrong, asshole. You know what I mean? Just, yep. I'm sorry. So, that, that all that aside, that's mm-hmm. why. I like Falcon and Winter Soldier because it, it attacks it attacks and brings forth the idea that mistakes have been made and they are fixable, but we need to you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't know if I'm making any sense here, but that's what I pulled from it. Okay. Yeah. And I like the fact that we're going to get the the Sam Wilson cap. 
Uh, I like the fact that we're flushing out uh, Bucky as more than just a one-dimensional murder, one-dimensional murder machine. Um, I've never cared about Baron Zemo at all. He's always been to me a throwaway character, but like mm. this show made him <laughs> like interesting. And he was a nice addition. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. You, you never think about the fact that a Baron is literally like royalty. And so mm-hmm. when the show's like, mm-hmm. oh, he's got private jets and shit like that, it's like, well, I'm a Baron. It's like, oh, okay, yeah, well, duh, no wonder <laughs> you are, you yeah. know, you were of a social class, and so you have certain things available to you, which I think was cool because that's what you need in your villains. You need um, these disconnected, like, you know what I mean? Like, world-dominating, you know, of course he has his own reasons, which are kind of... And man, correct me if I'm wrong. Didn't they kind of change from like you killed my family to now I'm just going to do shit because like did I, did I? Yeah. Pretty much, yeah. it, it went from uh, revenge to privilege. Right. Okay. Yeah. So like that was, I guess, if anything, that's kind of where I was like, huh. But okay, I'll take it. That's fine. You know, uh, I think after that for me, um, Loki would be my next favorite just because I love dude. Tom Hiddleston is charming as hell. Mm-hmm. Um, that guy he's growing on me he grew on me yeah dude <laughs> he's, he's just you know i, I watched it at work today we were, we were looking at a video of him doing an impression of owen wilson from 2013 and yeah. he nailed his impersonation of owen wilson <laughs> way before they even worked together yep. and i was like yeah okay i get it and i've seen videos of him dancing on talk shows and shit i'm like who the hell is this guy <laughs> and, and then like you 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 know what they've done with this character is is astounding uh I mean, what I mean, what can you what more can you want, man? Loki is an interesting character mm-hmm. and they know that and they've taken him and made him a top tier I don't even want to say villain at this point, just uh, just Loki. He is yeah. a god of mischief and like this this series gave him a chance to self reflect because he saw multiple worlds ending. He saw that everything he did yeah. was for naught. Like he saw that he needed to get his shit together. Well, he and also so, saw that he, he saw that he killed his mom too. He he saw he was the yeah. reason that he, his mom died. Yeah, yeah, and and how could he have ever known that without this, you know, being shown to him? So now we're going to get. I think we're going to get a couple different versions of Loki here because something's going to. I mean, granted, he got killed by Thanos, right? Yeah. Stabbed his neck. So yeah. at this point, this is to our knowledge, this is the only Loki we got, right? Mm-hmm. This is the tw- uh, Avengers Loki. Yeah. Okay, so now we get a chance to see the the. At odds, torn in his mind, Loki. So, mm-hmm. which opens up, which opens up so many more storytelling possibilities for him than yeah. just world domination, and glorious purpose, yeah. which I think is wonderful. Um, I liked. Uh, I think the Sylvie character was cool. I know she was based off a character from like the Young Avengers, uh, loosely. It wasn't loosely. really the actual fake. It wasn't like she wasn't. I mean, she wasn't they the didn't really. Right. No. No. She wasn't the enchantress, and she wasn't like the quote unquote real. Female Loki or whatever. Like yeah. they, you I know, was hoping she was the enchantress. I was really I was hoping, hoping she, that too. I was hoping that, that would have been cool. That would have been cool. But yeah. you know what, dude? Again, with this time, the sacred timeline. Who the hell knows? Yeah. I mean, at this yeah. point, it's it's a genius move. They can do yeah. anything. We yeah. can get Chris Evans back, dude. They got enough money. They can throw zeros at anybody, and they're going to bring anybody back they want to bring back. Agreed. No, I, I mean, totally agree with that. All, all they got to do for Chris Evans is like, hey, we'll let here, you know, come back to be Cap for. Two, two or three more movies, and we'll let you direct three movies of your choice, whatever you want to do. Yeah, go make your go make your Sundance films. We know yeah. you're an artist. We get it, but come back and get this money. Yeah. You know, I mean, he did he did Snowpiercer. He did Snowpiercer. Snowpiercer <laughs> yeah. was a good movie. Yeah, it was a good movie. Was good. Uh, but a weird name for a movie, but yeah, yeah. 
I when I first heard that, I was like, is this a porn? <laughs> what is this? <laughs> but like, you know, upon further hub, inspection. It's well. not the hub piercer, so. Uh, already <laughs> the bum piercer parody. Anyway, like, um, <laughs> I really enjoyed that. Um, uh-huh. All the little nods to all the different things. The Thanos copter. All that random shit was yes. really cool. That was very funny Easter egg. Yeah, dude, I was not prepared for that. We were watching, and I told a call, I said, can you rewind that for a second? No. <laughs> the, the, the Throg. The Throg yeah. at the... Yeah, in the, in the, in the, the jar. The jar, didn't the, yeah. Didn't the director say they had a whole thing where he fought Throg, and it just threw off the yeah. show? They didn't put it in there? Yeah, where Throg beat up Loki. Throg I want that on YouTube, <laughs> or I want that on the DVD set. I need to see that. And It'll probably be on the DVD set. Fun fact, that was uh, Chris uh, Chris actually played uh, Throg. Like, he did his, like, voice or... that's the kind of show i'm talking about man this is this is the wondrous world we live in as as nerds and fans of this stuff is that we're getting things we never would have thought ever yeah yeah we'd ever 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 get so it's a good time to be alive in that regard i mean you're going to have your gatekeepers they're going to tell you this is wrong Mm -hmm. that's wrong and i can't stand this blah 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 blah. welcome to the internet who gives a shit yeah like enjoy it or don't you don't like it watch it who cares piss off well, well it's like kevin feige he like he, he he'll he says that he has a lot of things in the vault that they filmed that they, that they haven't released and one of the things that they had that they released the thing was a year or two years ago was the alternate ending for iron man where nick fury's walking saying do you want to join the initiative the avengers initiative and fury says to fact we've got spider bites we've got uh people doing uh superhumans uh, green uh, strong men, mutants. He specifically names mutants. Yeah. And we got this and this and this. Uh, the world, the world's changing. But they went back and reshot it, and they, he, oh, like you mentioned, you know, man. the other stuff instead. We were ready for that. <laughs> yeah, oh, we're but, beyond but ready for that. But he mentioned mutants and spider bites, and this was way back yeah. for uh, Iron Man One. And yeah. Oh, Who'd have thought? Who'd have thought? that mo- that movie would have set everything on fire like this. Yeah. Nobody would think. I didn't care about Iron Man. Who, who, dude? Honestly, honestly, who <laughs> gave a shit about Iron Man? Nobody. Nobody back then. Nobody did. It was nobody it was did. a Saturday morning cartoon or Sunday morning Marvel Action Hour, whatever it was. It was not the driving force of that. It was nope. the Hulk and Fantastic Four. Yeah, not even. No, it wasn't even that. It was Spider Man and X Men. Well, on Saturday, Sunday is when they had. Because I remember yeah. watching those other ones before church. It was yeah. like they had a Malibu cartoon. Yeah, with like yeah, crime well, uh, and shit on there. Or it was a, room. They had Wildcats. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Force Works, yeah. Wildcats. Uh, you had Fantastic Four, you had the Incredible Hulk, and you had uh, Iron Man. Iron Man, yeah. And Fantastic went, Four. Yeah, and I loved dude, those, those action figures were cool. All that was mm-hmm. dope, but I when it came to toy, when I get to, when I got the KB, mm-hmm. I didn't buy Iron Man toys. It's like, oh, the, it's a dude in a metal suit. <laughs> Whatever. The, the, the only Iron Man toy we had that me and my brother had was Hulkbuster Iron Man from that set. Yeah. Okay. Well, that, that makes it. sense. I mean, it's probably yeah. a giant badass Iron Man looking. You know, you gotta have somebody for the whole time, right? A little bit. Yeah, a little bit. Um, I was all about. But yeah, X-Men. I was all about X Men. Yeah. All Who wasn't about X Men? The theme song yeah. alone got you in that that yeah. show. Bob, how many three for tens did you buy from KB? <laughs> <laughs> how many of them were Ahab or Shatterstar? Right. <laughs> hey man, or man, your mom's kidding. favorite, your mom's favorite WCW toy. With a little red button yeah. on the side. Right. <laughs> yeah. I missed, no. I missed that toy story. <laughs> dude, dude. Uh, Aaron's going to have to send you a link to his T-Store t- 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 online. He's got a whole line of um, vi- um, 
uh, toy store vintage, uh, vintage price tags for toy stores. He's got t-shirts <clears> with them, <throat> and I I own the 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 KB three for ten t-shirt. It's just a giant <laughs> KB price tag. It says three for ten on it. It's, you and I. You and a Christine Nix's kid have that shirt, have the KB Toys one. Dude, more people need that shirt. But no, but well, the one that sells the most <laughs> out of that line. <laughs> yeah, we have a new shirt. We need to talk about that too. Um, but, but the one shirt that sells the most out of that line is the, is the Toys R Us Clarence sticker one. Where oh, it's, the got, the, where, where it's yeah. got the green, the orange sticker on top of the green sticker. Mm-hmm. So that's when it sells the most, is that one. Oh, man. Understandable. You guys, but um, yeah. I, I was, no, was going to say, you you know, Scott, you know, Scott, right? Scott Botanet. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Do you do you recall when he had um it was always in the group I always posted when he had his Funland um I don't know if you y'all ever remember that the post where we, uh, we basically had like comics and toys galore at his house um oh yeah yeah was, vaguely I vaguely remember yeah so, that. so I I always called it Funland we always went over there we always took pictures bought stuff anyway when you when you go into his house all the he still had all these he had nineties toys like galore I mean everything. Mm-hmm. And I, a lot of my stuff I got from his house, and they still had the KB stickers on them. He had KB <laughs> bags. Yeah, yeah, I had wow. bags. I got bags from you know from him. So that yeah, going dude, to his awesome. Funland, going to his Funland was just bringing back memories. I mean, you know, all the KB talk. I mean, it's yeah, it's, it was it was Scott's Funland. You know, it was it was really fun, really fun place. Bring <laughs> Do you remember Funko Land? There was a, there was a store yeah. called Funko Land. Yeah, I made a T-shirt yeah, right before that too. Funko. I made a t-shirt for that mm-hmm. one too. Oh, did you really? Yeah, it's oh, on there. Yeah, Funko okay. Land's on there. Damn, All right. yeah, I remember uh, that. Yeah, Funko Dude, Land. I, I remember yeah, getting yeah. the video in the mail. They sent the cassette out with the with the yeah. with the um all the previews of the new toys. Yep. Dude, that was like that was like having an SDCC post flood your thing. You're just like, what, what is this coming out? Like, oh shit! No. My uh, Funko Land only sold video games. Yeah, Funko oh, Land only sold video games. Wait, what was the other? Never mind. I, I think. I think. Are you thinking of uh, EB Games Electronic Boutique? Because that had the figures in it too. They they sold toys. It might yeah, be, but there was it. another. There was another giant toy store that was like Toys R Us that sent out a video. KB, there's KB Toys. There is uh, Children's Palace Toys R Us. Children's Palace. That might be the one. Was it like? Was their main color red? I thought red they were mostly clothes. Red and white. Toys was it too. red and white? I think it might red be Children's white. Palace then. Children's Palace. You're thinking of Children's Place, which oh okay. <laughs> oh, that's all the baby clothes. What have you? Yeah, yes, uh, kids' clothes. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, my kids okay. get crappy clothes from that place all the time. So <laughs> to kind of finish this segment out, uh, I'll, I'll rate my my uh, my through the three Marvel shows. I'm gonna go one division number one because I to really? me it reminded me of, it reminded me of Outer Limits. It was like one long Outer Limits episode. Oh, and I like the Outer Limits. Okay. And, that, and that kept me going with that. I'm going to go Loki number two just because of yeah, Tom Hiddleston has grown on me. My wife loves the guy. She's like in, she's part of the Loki fan club member, like number 32-8596523. Uh, <laughs> and she she's in love with the guy. Uh, but I, lo- I love the Easter eggs in, the, in that show. And then third, uh, no disrespect, because I love Winter Soldier. I love uh, uh, the, uh, Stan... Um, his name uh the guy who plays winter soldier guy sebastian, stan. sebastian stan great actor amazing um yeah. and that reminded me a lot of mission impossible like the way the the series was kind of set up like 18 ah, weeks mission okay. impossible uh and it was a lot of action which i liked um but i, I like the mysticisms and i like the powers and the the kind of spooky twists and turns that wandavision and uh uh Loki had, but I think what made me pop the most with uh, WandaVision was you're getting all these TV show spinoffs. You're getting, you know, 
you're getting Family Ties, you're getting I Love Lucy, uh, you're Modern getting family. Brady Bunch, Modern Family, getting all that. And then all of a sudden, Ag- Agatha pops up with the Munsters. Now I'm like, what <laughs> the hell? But it fits her perfect. And that, yeah. like, okay, that I'm completely sold because nobody thinks about the Munsters unless you're a has been 90s neo rocker named Rob Zombie. Nobody Ooh. thinks about the Munsters. So. Uh, <laughs> so it was it was great to see that it was great to see that i love uh, the monsters i used to love that show yeah i love the monsters too he's going to destroy that franchise but uh it, it was great to it was great to, to see that um, oh, man. but speaking of san diego you mentioned san diego comic-con and the comic drops today was official was an official drop day for san diego merch for san diego exclusive yep. products now i gotta ask bob were you successful at all I was. Um, I. How the hell did that happen? The, yeah, seriously. <laughs> How the you hell know, did that? Because I was in the waiting room, and I got shut down. Well, what what were you going for? What what? Because it just kind of. Scareglow. I was going for Scareglow. Oh, okay. No. See, I I was going going for Neca only. So okay. I didn't. We didn't. Yeah, I didn't have to deal with any waiting rooms or anything like that. I okay. went to. Um, I, I just wanted the Channel Six. Um, uh, turtle set. Yeah. Um, oh, that, yeah, that's one thing I was going for today. Um, okay. and, and I, I got that. It's sold out already, of course. It sold out uh, pretty quickly, but that yeah, I got that. Out. Yeah, that that's what I wanted. Mm-hmm. Chris, I'm sorry. Did you did, did you go after it or? Honestly, no, man. I didn't. I didn't even bother, man, because uh, Disney is the weekend for us. So I mean, at the, at the end of the day, if I don't get any of this shit, it's okay. I'm going to the House of Mouse and I'll, and. and yeah. Well, you're lucky. It, well, you're lucky enough to where you work in a place to where people who can't flip that are going to come to your store to sell it. So <laughs> it's eventually going to come back to you. you know, it's, it's, it's going to. I can't gonna... sit here and lie to you and tell you that that's not one of the benefits of what I do for a living. But at the end of the day, I mean, hey, what are you going to do? You know what I mean? Like, back to you. Yeah. yeah. I got. But, I got three. I got three of the four uh, NJPW figures chilling in my <laughs> in my hold box in the bags, waiting for me to get them. So. But but I mean I I know former guest former uh, guest on the show Rami was also in the waiting line for for uh, Scary Glow as well, mm-hmm. uh, and he said he logged in ten minutes before, kept refreshing. He had one of them in his cart. He was filling out the information to check out, and it uh, sold yeah. out. It put it out of stock oh, yeah. in the middle yeah. of checkout. Yeah. Me, I was still in the wait room. <clears throat> I was still in the waiting room to get Scare Glow. Yeah. And that sold out. It said it sold out in four minutes. The same yeah. with uh, the same with uh, Sergeant Slaughter. That mm. figure as well. So, <sighs> dude, that was like, you, were doing, like, you were doing the Mattel, right? The Mattel. Yeah, I was doing Mattels. Yeah, I was doing Mattels. Trust yeah, me, I, I want that Sergeant Slaughter. But like at the end of the day, like you said, like I'll, it'll come around again. And that's the thing that I think a lot of us mm-hmm. forget <clears throat> is that we go to enough cons and toy shows that. Um, it's all going to come back around again. None of the yeah, stuff stays. Uh, not everybody who buys it is really interested in keeping it. Let's be real with ourselves. Yeah, they want yeah, to make yeah. a profit, and I get that. And you know what? Like, if I got to pay, if I really want something that bad, and I want to pay like thirty bucks over and, and get it, then uh, so be it. This, this is the collecting market. This is part of it. It's it's a part of his DNA, and it's hard to get away from it. And you're not going to you're never it's never going to stop. Yeah. Um. You know, I think at the end of the day, a lot of the collecting market is. A fair amount of guys with the intent of just picking up stuff to flip it for a profit, which is fine. It's it, it comes with the territory. Yeah. It does. But I think at a, at some point, all the stuff 
uh, the buck stops somewhere. It's, it's whenever, yeah. whenever the profit margin is gone, that's when it's, the toy stops being moved. You know what I mean? Because if a guy sells it, you know, he's like, oh, I, I'll, I'll give it to you for 30 bucks over retail. And the guy buys it for 30 bucks over retail, but he can sell it to his friend for 50 bucks over retail. So eventually, you know, yeah. there's going to be no more money. You can't squeeze any more pennies out of it. And then there it is. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I've been working in this industry long enough to see it happen, and, and you know it, that's just kind of how it works out. Outside of just actual collectors who really want the stuff, those guys also exist. And my heart goes out to all the guys t- today that just got shitted on by yeah bots and, and and all that crap. Man, it sucks. Like you know, I, I just mm-hmm. ugh. I kind of feel bad we didn't go after Sergeant Slaughter because the past two years we've gotten <laughs> the WWE figures. Yeah, I got Slim Jim Mach and I got uh, Mr. T. Thanks to my wonderful wife, she was able to secure those this for me. This been the third year in a row. Yeah, but that's okay. Like it's you know, there's plenty more stuff coming down the pike. I mean, what are you gonna do? So let's okay, let, let's play a quick game here. We did this last week with the eBay. Scaregrow, Scareglow. Sold. I'm going for sold in the U.S., not anywhere else. What do you think the cheapest amount is, Bob? Do not check your computer. No clicking. <laughs> <laughs> You're, you're just taking a guess. It's Price is Right style. Higher. What, you know, what was you his? Can, what was his retail? Retail, I believe, was uh, thirty-five for retail. Okay. You're going for cheapest sold before shipping. Ooh, and that's that's now, right? Like that's, that's like now, that's, right that's right now today. Ooh, okay. This is panic buy. You're, you're yeah, panic buying. Right buying. All right. So the if he was amount. like thirty dollars of uh, eBay's. So let me say, I'm gonna say maybe the cheapest was one. I say one thirty. One thirty, Chris. What you got? A hundred dollar bump. Woo! Yeah. One thirty. That's it. Yeah. For the SDCC, the new scarecrow. We're talking about that one. Yes, the Revelations, the Human Revelations. This was Revelations. This wasn't Origins. No, this is Origins. This is Revelations. Oh shit! Um, I didn't pay that close <laughs> attention to it. Um. Jesus, man! Before shipping, um, before shipping, <laughs> I don't know, Bob. One hundred and thirty seems high, but I could be wrong. I mean, I say two fifty. <laughs> I've seen the minis. The Just, minis were going for like three hundred the same yeah. day. Okay, they, let me put it this way: they're crazy on eBay, especially that, that day, like yeah. an hour after it sold out. They're crazy, man. They're just, yeah. God, this is good. This is gonna give me anxiety because <laughs> a lot of people are making dumb decisions today. Yeah. Okay. Um, honestly, man, I'm gonna say 80 before shipping. Before that's, shipping. That's a hundred. That's a hundred percent bump and then some. Okay. And if you're a smart buyer, you're not paying more than a hundred percent markup on something. <clears throat> it's gonna come back. Oh God, I can't wait the, to hear the, this. the cheapest one that sold today, the day of sale, the day of pre-order for Scare Glow. He-Man Revelations, eighty-five dollars. Oh, eighty-five. <laughs> hey, what was the most? What was the most? I'm looking it up right now, and oh wow, that's it. Just keeps going. <laughs> eighty-five. That's before shipping. The most expensive before shipping, one ninety-nine ninety-nine. Yep. Yep. I was close. Mm. There's that one. Wow. You know, uh, I like to thank the Academy. I like to thank all the people out there who put the effort into buying these things and paying way too much, way too fast. Wow. You know, I've seen yeah. it come and go, man. Like, uh, you know, I'm an old vet. What can I say? Yeah. 85. <laughs> yeah. 
I, I that's um, wild. That Plenty that is like wild. Two hundred dollars. Yeah, the Channel yeah, Six box by like crazy. I I pulled it up on eBay just to see what it was going for. You know, after it sold out and all that, and I think the highest I saw was like when you when you bought it, it was like a hundred and sixty seventy dollars, like hundred sixty. Mm-hmm. Um, but someone was sold it for like three hundred and fifty or whatever. The, I was like, yeah. damn. I mean, Jesus. this is for what? For what figure? Uh, the box for one set, figure. The, uh, the turtle. Uh, channel oh, the turtle. The new set. Yeah. God, yeah. Dude. Wow. Yeah. Unreal. You know yeah. what? If that one guy in Dallas has another birthday party that's turtle themed, I'm buying a ticket and I'm going. <laughs> <laughs> you mean Austin? Was it? Was it Austin? Okay, it I'm Austin. sorry. Yeah, it was Austin. Yeah, I'm. 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 I'm going to that party if he has another one. Oh, that was that was pretty cool. So, so yeah, like all those dropped. Um, yeah, I was pissed that I didn't get Scare Glow. Uh, that was that was one because I've never been able to find a Scare Glow in the wild from retro, from origins, current things. Can't find Scare Glow anywhere. Really? Nowhere. It, so it's, yeah, it's what? What was? The, what's the difference? For, okay, so is there going to be a regular release Scare Glow like out no. in you know, retail? Like not at nope. all? Nope. Oh, okay. Yeah, wow. yeah. This, this is him. This is it. This is the only Scaragulo for Revelations, unless oh, wow. they do like a battle damage, or unless they do like one that's uh, like an Origins one, <clears throat> not Origins yeah. as an Origins a series, but Origins as an origin for the character for the new cartoon show. Um, they this is it. That that this was it, uh, mm-hmm. and it 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 kind of sucks. It, it it definitely sucks. But uh, yeah, I said, man. Tomorrow is the uh, Mondo exclusives and uh, think something else is going up. But I know the Mondo. Oh, man, that Wolverine. Mondo, Mondo Gray Matter Art, uh, and a few other, a few other companies are doing it yeah. too. Uh, oh, I will man. say that X Men Night of the Sentinels Mondo poster. Those, those posters look amazing. I they do. As much as I want the figure, the figure is two hundred dollars. Yeah, and I, I just can't get myself to pull the trigger on them. I mean, no. But no. the, no, the posters, the posters are beautiful, man. The, even that He-Man poster is amazing too. That He-Man poster looks great. Yes, yeah. Yep. He-Man poster? Apparently. Yep. Yeah, it's a Revelations He-Man. poster. Yeah, oh, it's, which yeah. is the one I've seen online with all the characters on it? No, uh, no, not that one. No, no, not that one. It uh, is a it, it is a different one. Uh it does look very cool. Uh but you're gonna <laughs> be prepared to pay. Uh because it is uh it, it is very expensive. It is very I'm not very prepared, sir. The mouse got <laughs> the mouse got our money. It, yeah, well, not, at That's least not. I didn't tell myself, but I just yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good but, grief. Uh, so like we'll, we'll, we'll kind of jump from today's loss, and well, the Bob's game, his, his one game, but everybody else has lost today. Uh, so Bob, I got to ask the question because you, you, we talked about this at the beginning of the episode, and this has kind of been a thing. Popcorn buckets. <laughs> okay, how did you how did you get started into popcorn buckets? Oh, um, I, I like exclusive stuff, uh-huh. and um, I'm a sucker for any exclusive. Um, and when I just started seeing like the the buckets from like Disney or you know anywhere, I'm just like, wow. I mean, I want those. And um, you know, Chris was kind enough to you know give me some from Disney. Like the the Millennium Falcon one is probably still my favorite popcorn bucket. Um, yeah, you know, dope, up Come on, you know. Yeah. And, you know, I just, I, I, I'm not like obsessed with popcorn buckets. You know, I just, I like exclusive <laughs> stuff. So, I mean, the popcorn buckets is good to have. Um, when, when uh, one of the Star Wars movies came out, I, 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 was it the last one? Um, 
they had the R two D two, R two D two buckets, and yeah. of course me and my buddy bought one. Um, so it's I, I just love them, you know. Any from anywhere I can get my hands on if they're really cool buckets. Um, the new Fast and the Furious movie that just came out, um, mm-hmm. there it came out uh, when it came out in Mexico. There was an yeah. exclusive popcorn bucket from Mexico, and it's actually a rim. So it looks like a shiny rim, <laughs> a chromed out rim, and you take it off and it's popcorn bucket. Wow, <laughs> that, that's pretty. Yeah, I need. I want to try to find that actually. That's pretty cool because I know it was the first uh, before Fast Eight came out. The first seven movies for Fast and Furious series came in a rim. It was like a, it was like a wheel rim with uh, the, the yeah. spokes and everything. Yeah. And I remember I picked it up. I was like, Nah, this looks stupid. I'll wait for the next one. <laughs> And then yeah. the next year, part eight came out, and they had like the eight movie set, and I, and I picked up that. Mm-hmm. But that's that's pretty cool that it was a rim popcorn bucket. No. That that's that's pretty cool. Aren't you actually watching those movies right now? I finished through part eight. I've got, I'm all the way through part eight. I need to find Hobbs and Shaw, and I need to watch part nine. Now, are these your first time watching them? Yeah, uh, for parts four through eight, yes. Oh, okay. I've watched parts one through three before, but for four through eight, this is my first time watching them. And I am these movies. I'll just be straight up with you. The storylines are not good. The story is not great. <laughs> You're watching these movies for the car stunts, for the non CG car stunts. And I said that yeah. before. Um, I could just imagine them going to the pitch meeting and they're taking and have, they're they're probably taking like Hot Wheels stunt track sets. Like the one with the shark or the one yeah. with the octopus or the bull or whatever. And they're like, okay, here's Fast and Furious Part 5. Okay, what is it, man? Okay, you put you put the car on like a track set. And like, okay, imagine, imagine the imagine Dom doing this. And the car just does a jump off a ramp. I'm like, okay, okay, so you're gonna have a giant octopus in the movie? No, no, no. Imagine okay. that octopus is an explosion. Yeah. And that's the whole pitch meeting. It's just them playing with Hot Wheels. Yeah. I, I 100% agree with you. <laughs> And it's just some of this stuff is too unbelievable. Like watching street racers from LA jumping out of a Jeep and shooting down Call of Duty style trained mercenaries and an ambush. Yeah. And none of them getting hit. It's, it's too much. It's too much. The, uh, Uh, the one where all things with family is possible. Yeah. the, The one where they went against the tank. Uh, I believe that yes. was uh, seven or eight. I don't even remember which one that was. No, that was um, part eight. That was part eight. And you see Vin Diesel, you know, of course he does other stupid things during that whole series of movies. But when he's like, I guess, jump and catches uh, his girl or whatever. And just yeah. like, he's landing on, I'm like, when the hell did he become Superman? I mean, he's just, there's not a scratch <laughs> on him. And he's sitting there like, you know, jumping from car to cars and jumping off freeway. I'm like, when does he get hurt? You know? Well, like, I, what, what I find funny is like the first, the first, uh, the first and fourth movie, they keep bringing up. Oh, uh, D- uh, Dominic Toretto, he's a violent man. He almost beat this man to death. He almost killed him with a wrench. He almost did this and this. <laughs> almost killed him. Movies yeah. four through eight. He's killing people. He's yeah. murdering them. He, yeah. He's just straight up. Mur- and now it's okay. It, it, it yeah. went from the fear of getting beat up by this guy to the fear of him getting killed by this guy, and it's just. Ah, uh, it's they shouldn't have messed with my family. Yeah, right? he yeah. I mean, she, I mean, Shazam ain't got nothing on him. It's... I, I will say this: I, I I haven't laughed so hard 
um, just just watching those memes. Um, you know, I'm on TikTok, <laughs> I'm oh my on TikTok God. a lot, and I swear to like, you know, and you know, I play Warzone. There's a lot yeah. of Warzone memes with Vin Diesel on there that just they will crack <laughs> you up. Oh my God, I, I can't even. You know, there's you know how you pick your loadouts, like you go, you yeah, go to yeah. the shopping cart. There's mm-hmm. one where you're you're scrolling through your shopping cart and you see family at the bottom, and you, he buys <laughs> the family, and Vin Diesel pops out and he's sitting there with a shotgun shooting all these guys up. Like, really? Come on! But that's the funniest wow. shit I've seen in a while, man. I, <laughs> the, the, the funniest, the funniest meme I've seen is uh, it's from Texas Chainsaw Massacre too. Someone took a screenshot that says the saw is family. And underneath it is a picture of Vin Diesel smiling. <laughs> oh my god, that is dope, dude! It's so, it's this is a good time to be alive in regards to these is. movies, man. What it's I crazy is, stuff. You know, he's been he's been doing that since like the first movie. So why I don't know why we're just now getting these funny ass memes. For twenty years he's doing it for twenty years. Yeah, and then uh, people well, are just now. You know, these, yeah, I'm sorry. No, I was gonna say I think a lot of these memes are just now starting off with like some of these, dude. Some of these memes are getting made by twenty-year-old kids. Yeah, think about yeah. it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. they're picking up on family. Where to us, it was not a meme. It was just, oh, that's just a thing. That's that's a, a driving force behind these fast and Furious, fast and furious movies is family. And like now that we're in the irony culture, where everything's ironically funny, and everyone's yeah. got you know everyone's an edge lord. Suddenly, yeah. uh, if you find something you can sink your hooks into and, and post a video on your TikTok about, boom, you're famous and you make a thing yeah. that lasts for about six months and then it's dead. Pretty yeah. much. Pretty yeah. much. So that's my so, theory, anyway. So going back to your popcorn buckets. <laughs> so how many how many of them do you actually have? Because like, I'm curious because I've never seen anybody like specifically uh-huh. ask for popcorn buckets and like really go after them. And where the hell do you keep them? <laughs> yeah, and that too. Yeah, we're, we're all over, over actually. I mean, so, I have... so so how many do you have? Where do you keep them? Do you eat out of them when you, whenever you're watching a movie at home? See, here's here's my symbol one. You know, he, he's just laying down here <laughs> in the corner. Ah, <laughs> Yeah. Um, I, I, right. I honestly I have I have a lot of them on top of the fridge. Uh, my wife hates it, by the way. You know they're they're in the kitchen. <laughs> all of them. Are, yeah, they're uh-huh. they're on top of my fridge. They're on top of my my shelves. I have I don't I don't exactly know how much I have though. I haven't really counted them. Um, <laughs> I have a good chunk of them because I know I still I had to put some in storage. Dude, I've got I had to get my storage and I I put a bunch of shit in storage, dude, because I'm just overflowing okay. over here, dude. <laughs> okay. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Popcorn so, buckets uh, take up a lot of room. They do. They they do. <laughs> Bucket now, pimping, dude. Now, do you eat out of them at home? Like when we, you're watching a movie, you know, do you we like have pop- we have. Um, I haven't. The ones I don't really like the Millennium Falcon. I have. Do not touch that one. I don't let the kids. <laughs> that, because, like I said, that's probably my favorite one. Yeah. Um, we we've used the when the Wonder Woman movie came out. We used the Wonder Woman one. Mm-hmm. Um, I've used the the ATAT Walker. Whatever the Walker one I've used, um, and I've got like Batman, Superman. I've used those. Okay. Um, so th- there's some that we do use. So so I gotta ask you because I did because I like I said I mentioned this earlier I did this too. Have you posed the the Walker with other figures and taken like nerd shots because <laughs> I have of possibility? <laughs> I have not, but it, it, the thought has crossed my mind. But I have not. Um, well, because I, well because I, I say that because when I went to Disney, I had that one, and I got the other one. I got was uh, Pluto. He's in a Christmas sweater. And one of the oh, pictures I, that I took, what, no, you don't. Uh, so <laughs> one of the pictures I took was I took the Walker, like kind of sitting, like you know, dog sitting, next uh-huh. to Pluto, and I put good doggos next to it because as the caption, oh, nice. yeah, because it, they're both a little, they're both, they're both pups, yeah. Uh, but 
But even when we got back home, we ate out of that Pluto popcorn bucket uh, at least a good two months after getting it. We nice. would just, I would come home from work, and the kids are eating out of the popcorn bucket, just still eating. And I have like, I'm like, ah, oh, kids. And so I'll go clean it out when they're done. Oh, my gosh. And then put it back up. But that, but that one's my favorite. The Pluto one's my yeah. favorite. Yeah. That I still have. Uh, that one's really cool. And then Chris got me a Haunted Mansion one, I think, last year or two. Yeah, last oh, year. Oh, nice. Nice. Uh, mm-hmm. that, that, that it was a part of a set. Three-part set. It was, it, was, it was a drink holder, really? a popcorn bucket, and what, what was like a what a, like a pretzel holder or something like, like a that. A pretzel holder or something. Yeah. And it was the Hitchhiking Ghosts. And the Hatbox Ghost and another ghost. That but sounds the, very badass. But when you press a button, it played music. It played Haunted Mansion oh. music. Oh, okay. Yeah, it it's really got cool. a little light on it. It shines up on the figure, so it's all yeah. creepy looking. And shit. Pretty How awesome. much more for it? How much you want for? <laughs> yeah. I have two of the three, uh, and I, I gotta tell you, Bob, I don't know that I can sell those, man. Haunted Mansion is my shit, as far as my Disney rides. I know, go. I know but that's your, I know that's your shit. Yeah, that's you're right. Well the, well, the thing is, when is that in 2018 when we all went to Disney as as like the, the FRN kind of family thing? We all went. Right. Um, my mission was to get because I'm a I'm a I like Toy Story, but I'm a big fan of. My, I guess my favorite is uh, the Pizza Planet truck. For, for oh, me, yeah. it's always Pizza Planet truck. Well, during that season, they were they had the uh, popcorn bucket of the little alien from uh, Toy Story. Oh, yeah, yeah. And there are two different versions. There was a green sweater and a red sweater. The red sweater, <laughs> though, had the Pizza Planet truck knitted into the ugly sweater that he was wearing. So the truck was knitted in there. And we went on a hunting mission to find that goddamn alien from uh-huh. Pizza Planet from Toy Story and never found it. Find out two weeks later as I'm researching it online and everything that the only way to get that is if you had an annual pass, an annual uh-huh. VIP pass to Disney World, and you had to claim it December 1st. You had to go up there to claim your popcorn bucket the first of the month. Wow, man. Ain't that some shit? Chase popcorn buckets. But the, but the red sweater was the chase while the green sweater was the normal one. See, I didn't even know they had. Now you've just opened my eyes because I had no idea they had chase. Uh, yeah, versus, they they, versus they sometimes do. Uh, they sometimes do. Right, but but What's yeah, it, 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 I spent the whole week hunting for that popcorn bucket. Yeah. Never found it. I don't want to say I settled on Goofy, but to be honest, I settled on Goofy. I mean, not Goofy, Pluto. I settled on yeah. Pluto. So and uh, so, let me ask you, uh, Chris. I don't since you're the big Disney expert. Um, so are they every time you go over there, like do they pretty much have popcorn buckets like all the time, like different ones like just all the time or they uh they they're they're constantly I mean they don't they just they make a bunch of them until they run out, but they're constantly uh-huh. overlapping new releases. Like I don't know what the newest thing is. Um okay. I know at one point uh recently they brought out more of the aliens that yeah. Aaron was talking about, and then there's also all like right. a, a Mickey shaped balloon one. Yep, it's like oh, I think I've seen that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Clear acrylic see-through. And I think yeah. I think they have a few different colors you can get. Storybook Circus yeah. has where you can make the Casey Junior train. Which like, one is it? At Storybook Circus, you know, like our Haunted Mansion one, they have that, but Casey Junior. Oh yeah, yeah. So the Casey Junior train is also another option for you, and it's like multiple pieces you can put together. They have that now. The day after we got there. Maybe yeah. The simple one that you had came out the day after we got there. When when I okay. uh, I think. You probably saw me. I think didn't you see me post it on Facebook? And you're like, "What? I need that shit." Or did I send pictures to you? Probably. That sounds like me. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Because you were like, "What?" And then I think I even sent you. I don't know. In a, either way, 
Um, I, that was our plan. We were going. I was going to message you or video call you when I was at Disney. Like, hey man, so look at these buckets. I was going to surprise please, you with it, but then I, when I found out, yeah, you're going to be even, a guest. I was like, oh, I'll just tell them. Even though well, I'm going to go next week, we're heading out next Friday. Um, I still would like to get give me a heads up of what uh, you know, what I need okay. to make room for. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like, you're probably going to want to. Look, man, like, I know it's like you can bring a carry-on and a stowaway or whatever for your bags on the plane. Uh, you might want to do what we did and go on Amazon and order, like, your own little canvas bag. That you, that oh, you can we're driving. Carry on. We're oh, driving. Oh, oh, well, then, no, I've got no, enough no, room. Right. Yes, I've, yeah, I made room for myself. <laughs> nice. There you go. Noise. There you go, then. Yeah. Perfect, sir. And you have nothing to worry about, man. I think you'll be good to go. You're solid. Yeah, I can't, I can't wait, man. I, it's, it's been a long time since I've been at Disney World, and, you know, I, I can't wait. Dude, it's it's a blast. I'm, I think I remember you, we, you and I were talking about the genesis of you wanting to go, and you had all the questions. And of course, yeah. you know, yeah. no one's ever fully prepared with the. You know, you can only, you can only do so much planning. You can't you yeah. can't prepare for the wild cards that await you. But um, easily be a Walt Disney World travel agent. My yeah, my, my wife could definitely be a, a travel agent for Walt Disney. All right. Um, cool. But uh, yeah, yeah, man. The good reservations. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, she got us. She got. Oh yeah, that's the thing. She got us a cantina, Oga's Cantina reservation, for like wow. nine thirty in the morning. Uh, <laughs> so. Also had Ohana. Oh, and Ohana, but we and like ditched that for. She's humble bragging. So. <laughs> so wait, wait, what was the what was the first one? Which cantina? Oga's Cantina is at um at Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. It's basically yeah. like the cantina from Star Wars. Yeah. Uh, do you remember? Do you ride Star Tours when you Star Tours when you went there? I did. Yep. 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 Okay, you remember the? Do you remember Rex the pilot? Yes, the little the 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 droid they made just as a pilot. Yes, the little, Rex. They, they fired him, <laughs> and they fired him from the Star Tours because he couldn't fly his uh, damn ship to save his life. Uh -huh. But he got a job as the DJ at Oga's. He got reprogrammed as a DJ at Oga's, so he's uh -huh. he's like he's you know playing music and oh, stuff shit. like that. And dude, okay, when you go. Um, if, if you get a reservation for Oga's or you get in line and wait an hour or whatever the hell it is, you're yeah. going to get lit. See if you have the walk-up wait list. Yeah, go check on the walk-up wait list if you don't get a reservation. You can do that pretty much anywhere. Uh, any restaurant, if you don't get a reservation, just go up to the, to the, the attendee and be like, hey, anything open? And generally, right. it's such a chaotic thing going to Disney in the first place. It's, people have to cancel their shit all the time because things happen where kids get sick or yeah. whatever the yeah. case may be. Things are always yeah. opening up. Uh, go to Oga's and get the fuzzy tauntaun. Okay. Can I can I make a reservation like on on the app or? Yeah. You can see if yeah, yeah. You can see if the, you can oh. see if anything's available. That's why we had to get one at nine thirty in the morning. So oh, wow. I'm gonna be getting I'm gonna be getting lit early in the morning. After this, Bob, I'll walk you through it. Yeah, Nicole can show you things. She'll send you some screenshots and show you how to do it and stuff like that. Yeah, of no, course. I, like after yeah, this, cool. he can stay on and I'll walk him through it. Oh, okay. Okay, yeah. 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 It'll, it'll, it'll be on the DVD extras for this episode. And the after episode, the after episode talk. Yeah. After credits. So, oh, yeah, so, 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 Bob, I got to ask, like, if you could pick your top three favorite popcorn buckets that you own, what are your top three? The, uh, are you asking me or Chris? I'm asking, Not asking no, you. asking you. Oh, I'm asking oh, okay. the master. I'm asking Chris. Um, uh, no, Chris, Chris uh, will be next. The Millennium Falcon is the the top one, like I said. Um, and then my second one would probably be the Walker, because that's that's a badass one as well. It is. And it is. the third is probably my R two D two. I think my Star Wars ones are like the top favorites. 
Nice. The R2D2 is awesome. I love the R2D2 popcorn bucket. Nice. That's so, awesome. Chris, yeah. do you have a top three for popcorn? Well, bucket? you know, I would if Bob didn't buy my Sully from me at the last <laughs> toy show, which admittedly I did have for sale because I have nowhere to put the damn thing. He's huge, yeah. and Bob knows that. That's, That's right. That was the last one I bought from you was Sully. Sully's yeah. bulbous. That thing's massive. Um, yeah. I guess it's gonna be my two, my two out of my three that I'm missing that third one for Haunted Mansion. Like, you know, one thing that one of the things I learned over the years is trying to be a little more disciplined in my collecting. And so, like, yeah. I buy so much shit on like uh, just on a whim. Mm-hmm. That I'm like, oh god, what am I gonna do with this thing? You know what I mean? That's where, <laughs> that's where I uh, that's where I kind of land on hop, on popcorn buckets. So. Um, no, that's why the last time when Bob saw that I went, I just came back with a bag full of shit for everybody else because I had nowhere to keep all this stuff. Um, yeah, no, Sully was dope. Um, honestly, dude, I think it would be cool to have that um, that balloon one, the Mickey-shaped balloon one. Okay. Because not only not only do they serve a purpose as a popcorn bucket, you can use them as displays. So that might have to make the list when I get back. I mean, because okay. we're going to have – we have plenty of Disney stuff that we would love to add to. Uh, mm-hmm. So anything's possible. Okay, that, that's and that's that's really cool. That's really cool. What about you, sir? Well, I've only got I've only owned two of them in my time. Ah, gotcha. <laughs> I've only owned two of them. I had the the Walker and I had the Walker one was so badass though. That one yeah. was just so cool. Um, the Pluto one is a good Pluto one, but if I'm if, okay, I'll, I'll just now I'll just look at ones and say the ones that I want to own, um, just because they are cool. The Haunted Mansion one they got that one's really cool looking. Um, I did see someone had a Pizza Planet, actual Pizza Planet truck popcorn bucket. What? Uh, to where, like the top, like the top of it kind of opened, like the, the lid, the, the roof opened up and that was the popcorn bucket part. What? That's dope. That was pretty cool. And I, I do want to get that one. Uh, the balloon one does look pretty, the Mickey balloon one looks pretty cool. Uh, I remember I, I saw like a, there's like a Chip and Dale one that, that was kind of nice at one time, but, uh. I remember before we went, we were looking at this in October before we made the trip, and there was an Oogie Boogie one that they had. That was like glow in the dark. Oh man! Oh shit! Yeah, I remember that. I wanted that one too, but yeah, that one was that. I remember we were looking for that one as well. This hopefully <sighs> finds like any leftovers of that from because because they, they stopped doing it in like the middle of November or mm-hmm. no early November is when they stopped doing it. Yeah. So we were looking for that one, you know, during thing during the week of Thanksgiving, and we were all unsuccessful with that. But it was pretty cool because even the lanyard that carried Oogie Boogie was all stitched up. It was like it was like burlap oh, nice. stitched. So they put the detail on that one. And plus, it glowed in the dark. It, yeah. That thing glowed in the dark. Uh, so that was pretty cool too. But it's did just you, ah, such far find. Did y'all see that uh, <clears throat> the Disneyland one, the uh, Cinderella's carriage? Yeah, that, that was badass. That, I, oh, saw I, that that. I saw yeah. that one. I saw that one. And uh, yeah, I think only at Disneyland, which I'm like. Yeah. I'm not even going over there, but uh, it's yeah, nice. Really. It, it's like, I don't know if it, I don't remember if it lights up or whatever, but it's a it's just a huge uh, carriage, yeah, a carriage uh, popcorn bucket, which is looks really nice. Uh, I, no, no, that was pretty cool. I'd display it. <laughs> uh, there was one that I saw, uh, and it was a holiday, it was a Christmas holiday one day. It was like a white Christmas tree with like Mickey and Minnie like on the bottom of it, and it lit oh. up. They, it, it lit up. It looked, oh it man, cool. I forget. I forget if that was if that's going to be this year's or if that was uh, 2019's. Mm. But it was it was a really cool looking uh, popcorn oh. bucket. That, oh, uh, Christmas! I want that now. Yeah, the holiday the holidays at, at Disney at Disney World are a lot of fun. Have you oh. ever been to the Christmas uh, at Disney? 
not Christmas day or month, but we went during Thanksgiving and okay. we got, we got to see them set the Christmas stuff up a lot of, we got to see them set a lot of it up. And, yeah. and then we even got to see, uh, they did a thing at, uh, magic kingdom where, uh, Elsa well, threw snow on the castle. Oh, nice. uh, mm-hmm. So they put like the led crystals and the led snow and all that. Mm-hmm. And even haunted the haunted mansion, uh, would turn into gingerbread because of the light, the lighting and effects and everything. It would turn into gingerbread or candy, uh, in the mm-hmm. background. It was really cool. They did a lot. Did, and then, uh, no, it was also, a uh, for haunted mansion. Uh, they had Easter eggs of Jack Skellington throughout the, the haunted mansion too. So uh, yeah. it was really cool. It was a really cool thing that, that they did for that. So. Yeah. Whenever, uh, whenever, uh, I took my, uh, wife, uh, when we were dating, I took her to Disney. They can see you, by the way. Your little jig back there. Uh, we, uh, I took, my, 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 my wife is very humbuggy or was very humbuggy when it came to Christmas. And I'm not. I'm a total sucker for Christmas. And so um, strategically, we took her during the, during the Christmas holidays when all the Christmas mm-hmm. stuff was rolled out. And so it just made her heart melt. And now she's all about Christmas and Disney. And so and I win. And I asked me to marry. And I asked, asked me to marry her. I asked her to marry. Well, <laughs> I had to ask myself, of course, am I doing this? Well, and then, yeah. Yes, of course, I'm doing this. I, I remember. Uh, that. I remember that moment. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's, it's funny. Side note, like uh, I remember, uh, Bob. It was funny. Like uh, I was at Toys R Us in Baytown, uh, mm-hmm. and I had just met Nicole not too long before. And you know, at first, I didn't think she really cared to even talk to me at all. She's like, "Who is this asshole hanging out with my friends?" But. Um, <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, we ended up kind of, you know, hitting off a friendship, and I was, I, I, I called uh, Aaron one day. I was like, "Hey, man," I was like, "I'm over here at Toys R Us in Baytown. They got these uh, Ninja Turtle wrestling figures, and I know she likes Finn Balor, and they have the Finn Balor Leonardo one." I was like, "Should I get this for her?" He's like, "Well, uh, do you like her?" I was like, "Well, yeah." He's like, "Well, it goes one of two ways: either she'll like it and be, it'll, it'll work for you, or she won't and it won't." I was like, right. "Okay, fair enough." That's true. true words ever spoken. I, t- I told you, you said uh, Finn Balor or the Piper one, Piper Raff or Finn Balor. Yep, yep. I Maybe went with so. Balor because you know the piece of Machado, slippery when wet. So yeah, turtle abs, <laughs> all those turtle abs, turtle abs. Look out! <laughs> well, eventually I did, but I started off with Leonardo first. That's true. He did. Yeah. So I'm romantic. <laughs> Isn't it <laughs> Very though? Much. Oh, Very much so. no, uh, you want to hear romantic? Let me tell you how I sealed the deal as far as getting her to actually date me. Uh, I came over to play Friday the 13th online with uh, Aaron and stuff like that. We were doing the online play. And yeah. when I showed up at her house, I uh, I showed up with a two liter of Pepsi and a um, <laughs> a two liter of Pepsi and an AJ Styles um, Russell Buddy, the, the doll, AJ Styles doll. Wow. I was like, here you go. Date me. Just say, okay. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, yeah, and I, I, and I, I quickly get the, uh, I quickly get the, the, the message sent from Bacon. Yeah, my boyfriend came over and brought me this and this today. And my response, was, <laughs> my response is, so, so it's official now. Wow. <laughs> and and, and her, her response back was, LOL, I gotta go. And <laughs> I guess, a, few, a few hours later, she was on, she was on Xbox Live. <laughs> So, anyway, it was there. You go. It was fun. Welcome to the FRN uh, Valentine's Day love cast or whatever. Pretty much. Five years later. Right. Five years later. Five years later. What the hell are we talking about anyway? I don't know, but I was about to transition subjects (laughs) because 
Because at the, at the beginning of the episode, when I was introducing him, I made the comments about he's got more slabs than a mortuary on his wall. And I'm seeing <laughs> those kidding. slabs in the background. So, bro, are, that's, so slab. Are, that's money right there. No, are you? So, okay, so I gotta ask. Do you have? Do you own a lot of slabs, like slab comics? What, well, okay, slabs. What slabs yeah. mean? These are comics that are encased. Uh, yeah, they're encased. Yeah, they're verified and protected. You know, the the yellow labels are all signed and you know verified. Yeah. Um, I do have quite a few. Uh, most of them are in boxes. These, I, I kind of switch them out uh, a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I I don't have any more spaces on my wall because I have other shit everywhere else. Um, but yeah, I mean, I've, I've got a few boxes full of slabs. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I see a first carnage back there. I see a Chuck Norris, the first cable. I see a first, yeah. uh, him or whatever, the warlock. Right? Yeah. The, uh, yeah. first Gamora. The first Gamora. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. yeah. So this out of all these up here. Um, so this is my Stanley one. My only Stanley. Oof, okay. I got, um, yeah. Wow. Nice. That's one of my favorites, but then. My Spider-Man is Sam Raimi. That's, oh, that's, that's dope, man. Right yeah. 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 Yeah, that's one of my favorites right there. Those, those two are probably my favorites. So how many, how many, how many total CGC books do you think you would you say, or do you have like a spreadsheet? Do you know the exact number or just I don't have a spreadsheet? Idea? I am not that organized. Um I have I have both CGC and CBCS. Um I have more CBCS than I do CGC. Um, oh, I couldn't okay. tell you how many I had because I have like a bunch of boxes full of them. Uh, and more on the way. <laughs> uh, so, nice. so, do you, so do you get yeah. like do you get these issues signed and slabbed by favorite covers, favorite artists, or just what you have available to get signed at a convention? I I like to you know if you know if it's someone like that has a lot of covers under the belt like Jim Lee you know I yeah. I'll go with like one of my favorite books or I'll go with my favorite covers. Um, okay. You know, the, the Spawn and Batman right here that's that's uh, McFarlane and Frank Miller. Um, yeah. you know, that's one of my favorite covers right there. You yeah, know, um, that is a cool awesome. cover. Icon. Yeah, I, I, I like to kind of just keep it, you know, badass cover or one of my favorite books, you know, just to go along with who I'm getting it signed. That's really cool. That yeah. is pretty cool. Got some art germs in there, buddy. I know that's that. I know art germs kind of on his way out as far as who's hot and popular. We're moving into the Momoko, yeah, the Momoko era. <laughs> yeah, I've, and I've got plenty of Momoko. I, I love her work. Um, I have a lot of newer stuff that she's done. Um, mm-hmm. I, 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 need to meet, I need to meet her though. I need to meet her because I have some stuff for her. <laughs> yeah, man, um, she's, uh, she's the all the rage right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I so, love her. So, so, out of all the people that you met, you know, I guess to get your comic signed, who has been your favorite to get uh, your comic signed? That, <clears throat> they, that, like that you've enjoyed getting your comic signed by, like who's the artist or director or celebrity? You know, who's been your favorite? You know, my my favorite comic book artist um, is Jim Lee because he, he he actually remembers me, which is really funny. He remembers the group uh, Nerds of Anarchy, which is, mm-hmm. I remember we were actually nice. on his. Yeah, we were featured on his Twitch before, um, you know, and he, yeah, because it was after he was in Houston and you know yeah. Dallas and all that, and he just he he did a shout out to us. You know, he's like, oh yeah, I remember you guys, blah blah. And, Anyway, he's 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 been always been nice. He's a really nice guy. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as actors go, um, I've, I've met so many actors. Uh, Arnold's probably my favorite. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, yeah, we know your love for Arnold. We know yeah. that, that's, my, that's <laughs> <laughs> you know he he was super nice too. I mean, he was he, he's 
My nicest one though was it's funny. It was um, it was Herschel from The Walking Dead. You remember Herschel, right? Yes. Uh, oh, he's him. a sweetheart of a man, dude. I swear Super nice guy. I, I always tell people this. He was the nicest guy I have ever met. Anything, hands down, favorite celeb. Um, I, he, I would have to agree with you. Right? I would have to agree with you on that. Yeah. Uh, I, I got to meet him at uh, at uh, Alamo City Comic Con's failed horror convention, Terror oh, Expo. Okay. I remember that one. Yeah. Terror Expo. I was yeah. there. Uh, and they put Herschel along, and yeah, they had all these amazing stars, but there's nobody there. Like it was like dead. Yeah. yeah. And I sat there and talked to Herschel, and yeah. you had Robert Unglin, you had Herschel, you had Nathan Basil. If you don't know those three, they're how they're connected. They yeah. all did a film together called Behind the Mask: The Rise of Leslie Vernon. Mm -hmm. And yeah. I'm sitting there talking to Herschel. Where I'm interviewing Herschel for another a previous podcast. And Robert Unglin walks up, and, and they start talking, and they start sharing stories, and they start doing this. Holy crap. That's and awesome. then Nathan Basil walks up, who played Leslie Vernon in that movie. Uh -huh. And they start talking, and they start, you know, just hanging out and, and all of that. And Herschel, you know, he, he talked to us. He was like, oh, yeah, I remember did this and this and this. Hmm. Uh, and he, he made the comment that uh, what he used to do is whenever he would go film, a, like go to film a role for a place, uh, he would look for the best barbecue in that area. Yeah. He wanted to eat the best barbecue in the area because he loved barbecue. Yeah. And he said that that's why he loved filming in Austin. He loved filming uh, in New Braunfels, like different parts of Texas, because of barbecue. Yeah. And he yeah. said the only other place that could that could compete for barbecue was in uh, was in Kentucky. He would go to Kentucky, and they had really good barbecue as well. Mm -hmm. uh, so he'd always try to film close to areas that had good barbecue. And uh -huh. he's just a super nice guy. And Very, that's awesome. Yeah. Really nice. So I got to agree with you on that. Super, yeah. super cool. Yeah, he was, he was, like I said, I mean, I, 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 I will always tell people he was my favorite, you know, celeb to me. He's super nice. Um, and, you know, I've, with so many people I've met, you know, you, you always have like that one bad seed, you know, I've, I've met yeah. like, <clears throat> I've met, you know, actors and artists who have, you know, they're not, Social. I mean, they're. I want to know like, why are you even at the Comic Con if you're gonna. Yeah, you know, yeah. You wouldn't be who you are if it wasn't for the fans, you know. Yeah, yeah. Seriously, several of those. Who? <laughs> hey, if you want to throw shade, if you want to throw shade, you can throw shade. I'll, I'll, I'll kick Look, that man. off. Look, one, uh, of most, <laughs> one of the most terrible people I've met. One of the most, one of the most dickish people I've ever met. Tom Savini. Super really? Talented guy, wow. Super talented guy. I love wow. his Night of the Living Dead remake mm. at Texas Frightmare because he's been he's there he's like the Virgil of Texas Frightmare weekend. <laughs> he is always there and he's just a dick to a lot of people. He's just he's there to make money. He doesn't care what anybody else thinks. Pay him, leave him alone. Just wow. doesn't doesn't care. Doesn't really care about anybody mm. else. So uh, just uh, yeah, just frustrating. Um, uh, there was a show that Rob Liefeld was at uh, that Robert from, uh, I think it's called Culture Shock or no, no. Pop Culture? Atomic Monkey. It, it, used, it, used, to be, it used to be, uh, yeah. yeah, Pop Culture. Now it's like Atomic Monkey. But, yeah, it's Atomic Monkey now. Um, he uh, he had a column where he brought Liefeld in. It was over in, where the hell was that at? I can't remember. Baytown? No, it wasn't in Baytown. It was um, over off of 59 South. Anyway. Yeah, it's over by it's over where we're at, Atomic Monkey. It's closer to yeah. us. 
Yeah, no, but he had like a con, like a he threw a, he threw a con together where he brought yeah. in Rob Liefeld as a guest. Rob Liefeld legit set like had his table set up, but he was mm-hmm. sitting legit eight feet away from his table, back behind his table, working <laughs> on a sketching or whatever, and not talking to nobody. Yeah. And he had uh, some local yokels that were there, you know, just that, you know, were his big fans that were helping him, like handlers basically. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I saw, I was, this was, my, honestly, this was my first con I went to um, just for fun uh, to help out my local comic shop to help them sell stuff there. Mm-hmm. And um, I was watching him and. He was like, just couldn't be bothered, man. Like people were asking to, you know, if they could talk to him. He's like, just waving them off. I'm like, wow, dude, what a dick. But yeah, you know, he he wanted, he didn't care to talk to my the, the handler. The handler would go grab whatever it was you wanted to sign. He gave the menu. He had the menu back then. This was like, you know, the menu now is a big joke online because it's you know he's you know yeah. you want him to sneeze your direction is twenty bucks. But yeah, like you know they give him the menu. <laughs> And they'd have to, you know, tell him what they want. He would sign it and just, you know, he'd have his head down, sign it and throw it to the, you know, just couldn't be bothered. Couldn't yeah, be bothered. Yeah. And the whole time I'm thinking like, man, you were one of the luckiest guys in comics to be acting like this. Like you rode some of the top tier coattails in the image. You know, <laughs> who the hell do you think you are? Yeah. Will Spratosio uh-huh. should come slap shit out of you. Like, I just, you know. I, and I'm not even going to talk about his, you know, drawing. I'm not, I'm not a master by any degree or anything like that. But like, yeah. just his attitude. And then um, I met yeah. him at Conpalooza, the first year they had Conpalooza, where the artists were the outside of the con. Yeah. And he went Ramos. up the escalator, and all the artists like Ramos was there, Roberto Ramos, all these big names. Yeah. Ethan oh, wow. and you just meet the, you have to pay to get in the con to meet the artists. Like yeah. my my oh, wow. table inside with a different vendor inside. Uh, and I just came out to meet artists to get autographs, stuff like that. You didn't have to pay to get in and see them. It was wild. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I tried meeting him, and he was just, you know, looking at, looking away from me. You know, oh yeah, yeah. It's like, all right, dude, piss off. Like, yeah, oh, the rumors are true. You are that much of a prick. Mm-hmm. Wow. So. Yeah. My, um, the the worst guy I've ever met was Arthur Arthur Sudman or Sudam, whatever. Oh, Sudam. Yeah. yeah zombie yeah. zombie king yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. He's, Absolute that jackass. I don't, I don't care who tells him I said this. Ah, he can watch this or hear this podcast. <laughs> he is a great <laughs> a jackass. <laughs> um, my he, he back when Marvel Zombies kind of started coming out or whatever. Those were my thing. I yeah. loved Marvel Zombies. Like like sure. my love same for here. Arnold. My same love here. for Marvel Zombies was the same thing. Same oh here. wow. Okay. Yeah, and he was at um, uh, it was actually one of the first cons I went to. Started going was the Dallas. And he was there, and I mm-hmm. bought three figures, um, Marvel Legends or Marvel Select zombies. Yeah. Okay. Oh man, um, those are expensive as hell now. Yeah, yeah. And so I I took them over there, and I mean I was in line or whatever, and you know, it was my turn. I went up there and I I showed him the figures. I was so excited, you know, uh, to finally meet the guy. And the first thing he tells me is, "What are these?" And I said, "Oh, um, these are you know Marvel Zombie Selects, you know." And he has his artwork all over him, blah blah. blah. Yeah, and he's like, "I don't get paid for these," and I was like, "What?" <laughs> yeah, so so and you know, keep in mind, there's a lot of people behind me, and he's sitting there basically instead of signing everything and whatnot, he's he's giving me a lecture on how he's not getting any money for these. 
Like he's talking to me like I am his manager and I failed some kind of weird contract or something. Like, like, what do you do? You know, I, I'm a wow, fan of yours. You're giving me a lecture on why you're not getting paid for some merchandise. Come on. Wow. So, well, yeah. That's, Arthur, that's a you problem, pal. Exactly. Yeah, that, that, that's that's all you. And that's not. So he, he's making I, me look like shit in front of all these people. Like I made I brought some damn knockoffs or something. You know, some <laughs> shit like that. that's pretty scummy, dude. And from Ooh. that day, yeah. I kid you not, I sold everything of my moral zombies. I said, you know what? Screw this guy. I will never, ever see him or support him at all. I, I, I see him at shows. I walk right past the table. He will try to wave me down and get me to come buy shit or see shit. I will never support that guy. He is a major dick. I will never mess with him. <laughs> yeah, that sucks, man. I'm sorry to hear that. I, I have a similar story. I have a similar story where I waited in the line to get my Marvel Zombies uh, 1 signed mm-hmm. and my Marvel Zombies versus Army of Darkness number 1 oh, signed. Oh, man. And I waited in line to... And, and I only had two issues. I had two issues. The, the guy... The, there was a guy the day before that had every... That had every Marvel Zombies cover, every uh-huh. variant cover, every virgin cover. Used to be me. <laughs> this, this guy had 40 comics. 40 yeah. comics that he wanted to get signed and he did it. I, I had two issues. I get up there. I finally in line. I'm like, hey, okay. So once you get, I just want to, I just want you to sign these. Please, can you please sign these? Mm-hmm. And Arthur looks at him and goes, yeah, um, I'll sign them, but you have to buy a print first. Rope and dope. I'm like, what? I'm like, well, I was like, well, who? Where, where's this rule at? Like, I nobody told me that. He goes, oh, yeah. he goes, oh, you weren't told. I said no. And he points to his table, that's flat. There's a sign that says for a free autograph by print. It's not posted up anywhere. It's not, you know, hanging or any. It, when you're in line, you can't see that. You can't yeah. see that when you're in line. God, man. And so I'm like, okay, fine, whatever. So I bought the, uh, I think it was um, the uh, DC Infinite Crisis zombie cover where, where Superman's holding yeah. like a zombie uh, Supergirl in his arms. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I buy that. And then, so I buy them. Like, okay, here. Okay, cool. I'm buying this sign these two comics he's like he's like no 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 it's one print get you another auto get you an autograph oh you know what at that point no dude so i'm like okay whatever so i buy another print i buy the uh, silver surfer zombie marvel zombie print yeah. too yeah buy that so now so now i'm 30 bucks in four <laughs> autographs for two comics uh, i get it i'm like i don't want these fucking things yeah so i come home and, th- and this was like 2006 or 7 uh 2006 or 7 come home uh, I'm like looking at that crap, like on the on the apartment floor. I'm like, man, I don't want that crap. Yeah, yep. put it up on eBay, sell them. Luckily, I get like forty five bucks each because yeah. it's all, because you know he, it's it's his peak. This is Arthur Saddam's peak yeah. of uh, of popularity, and they sell for forty five each. Nice. So I, I I get my money back, and I'm just like, man, that. I was like, I was like that. That's what a scum, you know, like. Yeah. Like what? Like 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 what a trash guy! What a trash guy! You can say, man, it's a bitch move. Yeah, it, it is. Really is. He, he pulled he pulled the Virgil yeah. move on you. He pulled the Virgil. So yeah, you know, you here's know. some inside. Here's a little inside baseball on on uh, Arthur Soydum and and that circle of people. They have this lady named Renee Witterstatter, yes. who was like an editor oh. or whatever in comics back yeah. in the day, mm-hmm. and now she's like their quasi rep. And yeah. she uh, gets some book that shows, or was getting them book that shows. So they always uh-huh. had like a island of people. Yeah. And uh, if you didn't, if you're an artist, and God, God forbid, you're an artist near their tables, and you don't show up on time, they'll just take your fucking table. 
Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah that's what we're doing. doing serious, that bullshit. And so yeah. um, her, uh, Michael Golden, and somebody else, uh, like the fucking dick core, just all cocksuckers. Yeah. Really fucking rude. Uh, can't yeah. be bothered. It's like, mm-hmm. what is the deal here, man? Like, yep. you are all, you're, you're all old school, like, I mean, you're all talented people, and you offered a lot in the comics, but, like, get off. Well, I mean, wh- what are you yeah. talking who, who are you? Like, I mean. Yeah. <laughs> who are you? Yeah. Um, uh, I, I, I've met Renee only because she was the writer. She was technically the writer for Sensational She-Hulk yeah. back in the 80s. And right. I have I have a She-Hulk number one, and I got her to sign it. It had like the it had like the green foil cover, like the low cut black dress green foil cover. Oh, yeah, yeah. Thing. I got Renee. I got Renee to sign it because again, my wife loves She-Hulk, or you know, she's compared to Jen Walters, She-Hulk, uh-huh. and all that. Of course. Uh, and so I got her to sign that. I waited because I would keep coming by her table, and she was never there. <laughs> Finally, third day Sunday. This was at Wizard World, Texas, Austin, I think. Okay. And third day, she's finally there, and she was, and she was like, "Oh yeah, I've been here all weekend long." And I'm like, "Bitch, you lying! <laughs> like, Bitch, you lying! Sign this Why book." You always lying. Like, yeah. Bitch, you lying! Come on now. Uh, but yeah, I, I met her. I'm like, oh. I was like, "Yeah, I can see why you're you're the editor of She-Hulk. You, you, you took her 1980s haircut still, and you still rock that <laughs> the, the big old wave, that big old puff wave." You know, man, I will never understand. Like, uh, granted, I, I haven't done any big sequential work to I can ever. I mean, that's down the line for me. Like, uh, but like, I would have to imagine if I ever get to the point where I'm a name like that, mm-hmm. I don't. I can honestly say with impunity, I'm not going to be like that, man. Like, because to Bob's point, you forget. You forget yourself. Like, if people weren't buying your books and they weren't selling, you wouldn't be working. Like, you wouldn't mm-hmm. be getting subsequent yeah. issues and put on other miniseries and shit like that. The companies wouldn't bother because you're not pulling in any money because yep. nobody likes yep. your shit. Yep. So like, you know, no one's asking you to grovel up my feet as a fan of your work. I'm simply saying, look, man, I paid a hundred dollars getting this motherfucker with parking and the ticket. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and you uh, were given your free table and your free hotel because I know how this shit works. Yeah. You're brought yeah. in as a guest. You're making your money. Yeah. And sure, if you're if I'm that big a fan, I'll buy a couple of your prints because I love your work that much. But like, you know, it, it, even if you're holding me hostage for your autograph, then you know what? Get a hero initiative box. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's true. Get a hero initiative box and I'll donate to it. And I've seen some artists, old school artists do that, and I respect the hell out of that. Because yeah. if there's one thing I can tell you, artists don't have insurance. Nope. So hello, you know, awesome, perfect. Um one of the nicest people I ever met in comics uh, was um, Mike Zek uh, at Comic Palooza. Mm-hmm. Um, he, I was in a corner booth across from his little island section, and um, he came over a handful of times and bought some blanks for me because I had this like wire rack that I put on the table behind me. It's just pimped out with blanks. I got eight thousand blanks, and so like I mean, I brought <laughs> I bring plenty with me to either sketch on or sell to other artists or attendees or whatever. Yeah. And he would, you know, we kind of built up this like quasi friendship over the weekend. And, uh, you know, we got to, you know, talking and you look at my work. He's like, this is cool, man. Great stuff. Yada, yada. And just very encouraging. Very, you know, he gets it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, every, every fan that came to this table, he was happy to sign everything for him. Like I, he signed numerous Punisher number ones and like uh, Secret Wars number eight and, and shit like that. 
like with no problem. I didn't see him be a jerk to anybody. And even yeah. if people who weren't really good artists are there to show their, you know, their portfolio, he's very encouraging, very honest, but very encouraging. What's what you want from somebody in the business who you're trying to get some sort of, you know, help from, that's uh, true. you know, that's, I'd like to think that I would be that person eventually um, because I've been on that side of the table to where I've seen just industry people just be complete assholes. And like, granted, people are going to have bad days. I get that. And I know that not every day is, is sunshine and rainbows, but like all three of us have jobs, right? Yep. Like if you go to your job tomorrow and you're paid to be there and a customer comes in you're like, Hey, what's up dick face? What do you want? <laughs> How's that going to go for you? Not yeah. well. That's true. So what makes you think, you know what I mean? Like, I don't understand that mindset. Um, one of the most discouraging, uh, most sourpuss people I ever met in this industry with Ethan, was Ethan Van Skyver. Ethan Van oh, Skyver, yeah. that dude is so self-deprecating and such a political clown as far as like uh, getting caught up in all the troll bullshit online with politics. Agreed. Like, <laughs> yes. What an idiot. Yeah. But like, you know, I showed him some of my work. He's like, oh man, you, you know, this isn't for you. Oh my God. <laughs> I was like, wow. Oh, okay. Wow. Well, is there anything I can do better? He's like, I don't know. Do you think? I was like, wow. All right, man. Here, uh, can I get this autograph on this Green Lantern book? I'm out of here. Like, <laughs> fuck off, dude. Wow. Like, and this was before I knew all about his online shenanigans. Yeah. His uh, online and stuff. when all warrior. that stuff came out, yeah, he's a keyboard yeah. warrior from hell. And when all that came out, I was like, oh, okay. Well, that makes sense because he was a complete asshole to me in real life. So, of course, you know, that was going to happen and stuff like that. I don't know, man. I, I just. Whatever. I mean, I apologize. I'm not trying to be political. I just, I, my whole thing was like, we're just talking about like people in the industry being who they are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, he, he's he's he evolved into a to not a good person. I was introduced to him because of the Green Lantern books. I got his autograph when he yeah. was at his table. When he was at his table, because uh, he, he he liked to wander and not really want to do a lot of things. And when I met him, he gave off the attitude of. Um, you're be- you're beneath me because you're asking for my signature type of attitude. Yes. yes. And I was like, okay, yep, I'm done. All right. Thank you for drawing my one of my favorite superheroes. Uh, I'll peace out, and I'm going to go wait in line and hopefully be able to high five uh, Scott Campbell over there. So uh, right. I- I'm out. I'm out. Yeah. So to those listening, man, I, uh, you know, one of the things we one of the things we strive for, we try to strive for no politics. And I'm sorry for any, you know, I just. You know, just that guy in particular. How can you talk yeah. about that guy and not mention his online shenanigans? Some people don't know. Some people just don't know. They, oh, they wow. don't. Especially within yeah. the last two years, it's it's hard to separate the guy at the table from the guy who was online. So yeah, yeah it's, it's very hard to separate that. Um, one guy that um, I, I really enjoy meeting in public just because I like talking to him is Greg Horn, artist Greg Horn at conventions. Super mm-hmm. nice guy. He, he did like a lot of like the She-Hulk covers whenever mm-hmm. they brought her back for like single green female in that run. Uh, super nice guy. Covers. A lot of good. Yeah. Covers. Oh yeah. Oh, I love this Marvel stuff. The, like the the especially the Spider Woman bikini uh, cover that he did. Holy <laughs> crap, that was awesome. Yeah. Uh, uh, but uh, he's always a super nice guy. Uh, he likes to talk to everybody. Um, I love the Zimba Frost art as uh, covers too. Mm. Those oh, that uh, was like a twelve issue series they did. Yeah, yeah, yeah the Frost. 
Those things um, still sell for money, man. It's crazy. You can't keep those. I've, got, I've got the. I think I've got the full set of that. I think. Yeah. Oh, I know. Wow. I, I know. I've at least got the first ten. I know. I've got at least got the first ten. Uh, but I'm sure I got the full set of that. Uh, but yeah, just he, he's always just a really cool guy to talk to. And I wish he would do more cons. Yeah. Uh, he was always really cool. So I, I'm throwing some positivity out there to people that I actually liked mm -hmm. uh, at conventions. He was cool. J. Scott Campbell was pretty cool. Um, Scotty Young at the beginning when I was when I first saw him in 2004 was a really cool and fun guy. I mean, he was just like super energetic and super fun and all that. Now he's kind of like a hermit crab, you know, with with his yeah. stuff. But my first met him, he was super cool. I couldn't, you know, he was semi unknown, but he was just a really great guy. Uh, Another, um, I didn't want to cut you off. I was going to tell you the when you, you talk ahead. about positive, positive people, um, McFarlane is very positive. Uh, he, he's a very, very nice guy. Um, you know. When when I first met him, I was expecting him to be, you know, oh, Mister Big Shot, you know, Mister Rob Liefeld Complex or something like yeah, that. Yeah, but not at all. I mean, if you, you know, if you meet, I don't know if y'all have met him before, but I mean, if you, if y'all ever get the chance to, he he he's super nice, dude. He's really really supportive. Um, I remember there was an artist in front of me who was talking to him, and he I think he brought him his portfolio or whatnot. And, um, you know, it's it's hard to kind of carry on a huge conversation with him because, you know, everything moves so quick. But, yeah. you know, Todd was actually taking the time to sit there and talk to him about, you know, getting his foot in the door. And, and he's just a really nice guy. So he, he's yeah. speaking a positive. Todd McFarlane is up there, you know, really, really positive person. I have, yet to meet I have yet to meet Todd McFarlane. He's on my yeah. bucket list. I personally have to meet. So. Yeah. We won't be disappointed. Yeah. Really, really good. Uh, really good person to meet. Yeah, just in this uh, a side note, like the positive people that I really loved meeting, like J. Scott Campbell. I think y'all y'all mentioned him. Yeah, was a super sweet guy. I watched him at MegaCon. I sat with him at MegaCon. That was the mm -hmm. first con I did as a quasi professional, and wow. um, I, I was watching him do sketches for people. When he saw that I had my badge on, he's like, "Hey man, come sit down." Like, oh shit, okay. So I sat down with him. <laughs> I was watching him bang out like Zatanna sketches and people's sketchbooks and crap. And just oh, nice. it's just it's like watching you know just watching Da Vinci you know what I mean just like paint a masterpiece or whatever yeah. it's insane. Um, he was super awesome. Uh, Humberto Ramos was a great guy. That was one of the first sketches I ever got on a sketch cover. Um, mm -hmm. He I think he charged me thirty bucks, thirty dollars for a Captain America head sketch on one of those crappy Secret Invasion sketch covers that oh, had like a little square on it. It was like you know shiny and slick. He did that and it was awesome. And I think. <laughs> to be fair, I sold it for like three hundred dollars later on. Whatever. I mean, we got no profit, right? But um, wow, and just any number of guys. Uh, you said Greg was it Greg Horn? You said or Greg yeah, Land? Greg Horn. Greg Horn. Greg Horn was nice. I met Greg Land. He was pretty cool. Darwin Greg Cook. Darwin, Darwin Cook before he passed away. Yeah, I met him mm -hmm. at MegaCon. He was a sweet guy. Really, uh, really cool. Phil Noto. Phil Noto was okay. He couldn't really be okay. bothered, but uh, I think he was working on a sketch, or whatever. Um, Anyway, we can go on for hours yeah. on that stuff, man. But yeah, yeah. Okay, well let's let's turn this into let's turn this into our, our Mount Rushmore, your Mount Rushmore of you know, comic artists that that you love meeting. You know, your mm -hmm. four okay. the, favorite ones that ones that ones that you love meeting. Past, you know, pa passed away or present, current day living. You know, who are your four the ones that you've enjoyed, that you like, that you talk to. You know, let's let's go with that route. So, uh, Bob, do you want to kick it off? 
Yeah, the um, my Mount Rushmore, and I know my three already. I, I don't know my fourth yet, but uh, you know, Jim Lee, uh, okay. Todd McFarlane, okay. uh, George Perez. He is yes, okay, a character, dude. He is he's so awesome. Uh, he I've always had good experiences when I met him. Um, very nice guy. Uh, as for my fourth, I don't know. A lot of lot of lot of positive people. Come back to me for my fourth. Let me think about my fourth. <laughs> Catch you for your fourth? Come back to me for my fourth. Okay. Well, what about you, Aaron? Uh, I'll kick it off. Okay, so uh, George Perez. I was going to say George Perez. Uh, the main reason for that, quick story. Um, this was 2006. I'm waiting in line for Wizard World Texas. Because in, like, in the early 2000s, me and the wife would go to Wizard World Texas in Dallas, uh, which then got moved to Austin. We'd go, we would go there. And as we were waiting outside in line to get into the vendor artist alley hall, George Perez is going up and down the aisles signing anything that, 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 that he wanted to sign. Signing anything. He was That's just walking awesome. up, talking to people, signing anything. So he was on my list to get to, he was on my list to meet. So I'll pull out Jurassic Park movie adaptation comic number one. Because he did oh, the cover Tops for that. Comics, yep. Tops Comics. He did the he did the cover for that. I'll pull it out and he and he's going through and he sees it, he stops, he goes. I've never signed one of these. What? Mm. This is the first time I've ever seen one that, you know, that somebody has brought for me to sign. Oh my and it's God. Out of, and it's out of the bag. You took it out of the bag too. Cause I put the bag in the back of the, the, the slipcase. And he's like, and he's just stopping looking. And he goes, man, I remember when I had to, I had to draw this. Uh, I got, I had so many restrictions of what I couldn't do. Couldn't, couldn't do because of the movie. Uh, mm. and he, like it was just taken back on it, but George Perez. Yeah. Amazing guy. Uh, wow. Su- super nice. And just fun guy. Uh, Tony Moore, the original artist for Walking Dead. Hmm. The guy looks like a hillbilly on crack. He looks like he belongs <laughs> in Rob's. He looks like he he looks like he belongs in a Rob Zombie movie. But he is super <laughs> nice, super just nice guy. He'll talk to you about anything horror inspiring, uh, which helps him draw and stuff like that. Just, he was super cool. I met him at a Wizard World. Great guy. Can't say anything bad about him at all. Uh, another artist, uh, Coy Turnbull. Uh, first comic convention I went to, I had a sketchbook. I was just wanting to get people's autographs in it. I, I didn't know the whole thing about getting sketches from artists at this time. Yeah. So I had a sketchbook. I went to the I went up to the Top Cow table or Top Cow Island booth thing, and he and he's like, "Hey, is that your sketchbook?" I'm like, "Yeah, I'm just getting autographs." I mean, the very first autograph in this sketchbook was from Shawn Michaels that I met like three weeks before. So nice. I'm, I'm, I'm there. He goes, "Hey, let me see your sketchbook." I'm like okay, and he's like, "Hey, uh, come back in 15 minutes." I'm like, "Well, but I need my sketchbook." He goes, "No, no, no, I'll have it ready for you in 15 minutes." Mm-hmm. And I'm like, "What do you mean?" He goes, "Well, I'm going to draw on it, right? You want me to draw on it, right?" I'm like, "Okay, sure." <laughs> and so I'm like, oh, "Okay." So I walk away, come back. He goes, "He's like, hey, here you go, man. I saw you. You only had an autograph." I'm like, "Yeah." And he goes, "Okay, well, you know, here you go. Enjoy." And he drew this badass picture of Batman. Didn't That's have to awesome. pay for this. I didn't pay for the sketch at all. He just drew it. And so I have this sketchbook somewhere upstairs in my house that is nothing but free sketches that I've gotten. Uh, I've offered to pay these people to do these sketches, mm. but he was the very first one to just draw in there because he loved drawing. Uh, and he, and Coy Turnbull did, he did Witchblade, he did Aspen, he did Batman a few times. Mm. Uh, he's been here and there. He's a really cool guy. Uh, Kind of looks like BJ Smooth from uh, uh, TV shows and everything. 
and, and my fourth artist, I'm going to say super nice guy uh, that I got to talk to and got to kind of hang out with and, you know, really enjoy the conversation. Uh, Mike Mignola from Hellboy got to meet him. Nice. Really cool. Old school guy. Really nice. Uh, we ended up, we ended up having a, a, a conversation and it's kind of funny because I kind of bring this up every so often with other friends now about cafeteria pizza. <laughs> and <laughs> the most random nice. thing, cafeteria food pizza. Uh, and just super nice. Uh, he was a really great guy. Uh, and I know some people don't like him because they find him kind of dry humor and kind of, uh, you know, he kind of, he's kind of standoffish. But if you just talk to the guy and listen to him and just kind of joke around, he's, he's really great. So that's my Mount Rushmore of my four artists. So, Bob, do you have your fourth or do you still need more time or? I, I, I do have my fourth. Um, okay. You know, I've, I've met so many, but I think I'll have to go with the person I who did my very first sketch mm-hmm. um, at my con, and that would be uh, Ben Dunn. Um, okay. Ah, yeah, yeah. Very nice. Okay. He's, he's always been a nice guy. You know, I always I consider him more of a friend now than I do a you know yeah. a comic book artist. Um, you know, been done his work. You know, he's he's been very successful with the Warrior Nun. Um, I don't yeah. know if anybody's seen it on Netflix yet, but you know, it, it came from his uh, his comic book series that he did that he drew. Um, he's just he's a very nice guy. Um, the very he's a very first artist that you know did a sketch for me. Like, like Aaron, I didn't I didn't really know about that world of getting sketches. I mean, he was. He was my gateway, my gateway drug, basically. Um, yeah, he did my That's very awesome. first sketch. I, and you know, my very first sketch, I believe it was uh, Green Arrow. Uh, he did Green Arrow for me. Nice. Um, the CW nice. version came out great. You know, it, it, it was awesome. Um, so yeah, he was my um, he he was my my first, my fourth. You know. <laughs> That's awesome. awesome. Hey, Chris, yeah. lead us out. Uh, you know, man, I have to say, um, and this is probably no, I can't say it's in particular order. These are all just ones that stand out for me. I've done a lot of cons. So I've met a lot of these guys. Mm-hmm. Um, but the ones I always remember, um, I want to say Koi Pham at Space City Con. Okay. Um, when they brought him Space in, City? he was, you what? Yeah, yeah. Space City. Uh, they had it, uh, that, at that hotel at the yeah. Galleria. Yeah. Um, the Galleria. he was, he was there and, um, yeah. He was. He had just done his. Uh, he'd done a run on the Scarlet Spider, the uh, Kane Parker, Houston book, yes, one based did. in town, yep. and um, I had a Scarlet Spider blank cover, and my deal was I was going to draw something on it, but I was like, hey man, it'd be kind of cool. Would you mind signing this for me? And he's like, he's like, yeah. He's like, you want me to sketch anything for you? I was like, no, no. I was like, I, I'm an artist. I'm just gonna. I was just kind of hoping maybe you sign it for me, and I could draw something on it just for my personal collection. He's like. He's like, okay, well, he's like, you know, uh, you know, I'm not doing anything, and you know, if you want me to draw something with you, I was like, you know, I said, you know what, here, you draw something, uh, and tell me how much it is, and I'll pay you. And um, he's like, no, it's free. I was like, no, 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 you know. And he insisted, he insisted, and he had given me this really dope, quick sharpie Scarlet Spider, like with a hunch down, you know, classic Spidey pose. And it looks badass, man. That's one of the, you know, I, I have that in a frame, you know, at, at, at my house, uh, stashed away. Um, just right. that's one of the ones. And he was super cool, man. Just super chill, dude. Um, so that's one of them. The next one would be, would be Ramos as well. Uh, he was just super cool. He, he, you know, 
just would let me hang out at his booth at MegaCon. I was a total dork. I didn't know. I didn't know what the hell I was doing. Mm-hmm. You could tell I was a new guy, and so just didn't mind hanging out with me. And you know, we just talked about Captain America and we talked about Spider Man. He had that book, uh, Fairy Tales or whatever that he was doing with yeah. Francisco Herrera. Yeah, uh, he had that coming out and stuff like that. He was a super cool, dude. Uh, J. Scott Campbell was another one that I was just blown away that I was sitting here shooting the shit with a who I considered a legend uh, in the industry and yep. and just he just asked me how my day was and shit like this and it was just you know we talked about uh, we talked about you know Disney because he said he wanted to go to Disney and I was like ah you know I can't afford it. he's like yeah he's like you and me both he's like this place is expensive as hell and so it's kind of <laughs> cool. Uh, you know, talking to all these rock stars of the industry, talking about how Disney's expensive for them. You're like, oh my God, how much, how bad is it for me then? Um, <laughs> you know, so that's three. Yeah. Man, the last one that I can remember that really stuck out for me. Do what? Ethan, Ethan Vance Driver, is he your fourth? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely freaking not, dude. What in a hole? No, it's going to have to be Kevin Eastman. And you know, you guys okay. know me as a oh, turtle yeah. fan. Okay. Yeah. When they had him in town for Amazing Houston. Um, yeah. And I think, did I tell the story in the last episode, Aaron? No, you didn't. No. You didn't tell the Eastman story. Okay. So he was a guest, obviously, for Amazing Con. And I was there. Uh, I had my own table. Somebody came and got a, a sketch of on a, one of those turtle IDW blanks. I, I did a, a Casey Jones form. Okay, okay, you did. Yeah, so you did. Yeah, you did tell this one. But go ahead, Bob. Uh, on the, on the podcast. Okay. Yeah. Well, Bob so hasn't heard of that. Uh, they go and get that signed by Eastman at his booth, and Eastman mm-hmm. goes, "Hey, who did this?" And he's like, "Oh, that's that guy over there. He he drew it for me." And he's like, "Wow, this guy's going places. This guy's amazing." <laughs> and yada yada yada, all this crazy shit. And the guy comes back and tells me, "I'm like." What? Okay. <laughs> nice. Sure. That's awesome. It's nice to hear that. I mean, I've had David Finch say I had a cool ghostwriter in a sketch cover or in yeah. a sketchbook or whatever. It's just crazy shit like that. It's just really odd to me. And so I was like, wow, that's dope, man. Okay. And, and knowing I have a backpack full of turtle shit, I wanted to get signed at some point. And so um, I ended up go, making it over to his booth and I'm, he's signing some stuff for me. And I was like, um, I was like, yeah, man. So I had a customer that actually came and got a, a sketch cover I drew of Casey Jones, uh, and he's like, oh, the one where he's with the the wall behind him, whatever. I was like, yeah. He's like, damn. He's like, you know, what are you doing in the industry? I was like, oh, I, you know, I'm, I'm working on a book for Overground. I'm doing, you know, I've done this variant or whatever. He's like, well, yeah, man. He's like, keep at it, man. He's like, it's only a matter of time, you know. I was like. Amen, man. I hope so. And so, you know, I've been chipping away ever since. But um, those that's would be the ones. It is. It is. Yeah. And that's, that goes back to our point, man. Like, I think even if he's lying to me, you know, it's it's nice to just, you know, hear something positive. And, that, yeah. and that's, you know, I mean, you can't put a price on that, man. Because And I don't I personally don't think he was lying to you, man. I mean, you've, you've done work for me before and I I don't think he was lying to you. Yeah, he, he's well, I appreciate too. it, Bob. Thank you, man. Uh, you know, uh, you know. Uh, I mean, this is it's who I am, man. I, I've, you know, I've got a wonderful wife who supports what I do. Yeah. On my Mount Rushmore. Oh, so, yeah. I'm on my wife's round, Mount Rushmore for favorite artists. I don't but, know uh, the other people I've met. <laughs> um, I will say, I will say, in my collection, you know, all, all of my sketch covers I have. 
uh the one that you did the dumbo one is on my in my top uh my top faves you know that that oh, dumbo you man. did for me very yeah. beautiful I, I you know it, it means a lot and my my friends you know a couple of the guys got together and got it for me you know yep. and it's that it's still one of my faves today you know you blew me away with it you know it's sentimental value and it's just a beautiful sketch yeah, I appreciate it, man. It, it, it's that's that's the character that really, uh, as a kid, that turned me on to the idea that you know uh, what what family is, what mother is, and what yeah. what yeah. it's like to be a kid with who had big ears, right? Yeah. And was picked on for being fat and different yeah. looking and shit like that. And so, like, mm-hmm. that was the character that just kind of made that emotional connection for me as a child. And so, he's always yeah. been one of my favorites. Um, mm-hmm. And I wish I could do more live art, man. Um, just you know, just who yeah. has the time? But anyway, um, I appreciate it, man. Thank you for the kind words. And of so, course, like yeah. I said, it's it's only a matter of time. Yeah, you know? yeah I, time, do have, I do have to get a special uh, shout out to Michael Turner on this because he was such a cool guy, Ooh, such a nice yeah. guy. Oh yeah, Mike, Michael Turner was such a good guy. Take Honestly, him before his time. I've heard nothing but good things about him too. Yeah, super nice guy. Would be uh, nice to meet him. Yeah, yeah, he he was he was great. I got to meet him twice. Oh, uh, really cool guy. Got really cool Lucky. guy. Yeah, I got I got the I got the Wizard World Texas sketch cover of Wolverine that he did, like the golden sketch cover. I remember that. Yeah, mm. and I, he autographed. It. I got him to autograph it too. So oh, wow! I, I've got that. I've got that upstairs in my in my cave right now, or my pit. How much you want for? Two AT popcorn buckets. Gonna cost you. Yeah, Dude, right. it's gonna be two AT AT popcorn buckets. Uh, oh. But we're, we're, we're got, we got to start wrapping this up because now we're about we're over two hours now. We're breaking <laughs> format. We're breaking format. Yeah, we don't have format. You know, uh, that's the thing about nerds. I mean, you could talk for hours. I mean, we I could. I, we I, could I, talk. Love, I love talking to all my nerdy friends, man. We could just we talk do. for hours. You know? And and, uh, and I, I just want to say thank you, Bob, for coming on. Uh, yes, thank you. Being thank, a part of this. I mean, uh, I, I know you asked us way before we even started coming back to do podcasts again. You're you're one of, you're one of the first ones. Like, I want to be on. Uh, when y'all start doing this, we're like, well, we're trying to get our feet, you know, kind of settled with this. Of course, yeah. But, yeah. But, 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 like, you know, but we wanted to bring you on. Yeah. You're at the toy show that I didn't even know you were going to be at. You just popped up there toward the end. Yeah. And you're like, yeah. oh, I bought this popcorn bucket, Sully. I bought this. I bought this. Yeah. I'm, I'm big pimping. And you're at this yeah. toy show. That's so, what Bob does, man. Bob is everywhere. Pretty much. Yeah. I'll be in Connor tomorrow for the Comic Con over there. So, it's no wonder Jim Lee knows you. It's no wonder Jim yeah. Lee knows you. You're everywhere. You're, yeah. you're all at, at all his time. <laughs> Oh my god! I love hanging out with everybody, man. We're all we're all spread out, you know. And uh, I love love hanging out with all my nerd friends, you know. Talking, it it is definitely a lot of fun. And we got to have you back on because we got to tell them about HaloCon. But we'll save that for Uh the next episode. Oh yeah, for the for the next time because HaloCon. Plenty more to talk about. (laughs) Yeah, was HaloCon was a trip on its own. Yeah. So, and we'll we'll get to that later at a later time. But again, thank you for coming on. It has been a great time talking with you just chilling and you know, chatting it up so thanks uh thanks for having see, me uh, what is your wife doing in the background so you're like attacking the ac unit back there what, what okay is so <laughs> dude ants like this weather is oh, okay. driving, driving the ants into the house it is okay. maddening okay f the ants. yeah f the ants. yeah, yeah f the ants. so uh yeah thank you and listeners Thanks for listening. If you if you made it this long, give yourself a pat on the back. Thanks for God's sake. Please go grab that extra soda from the fridge. We'll get the extra cup of coffee. Right, you earned it, man. Uh, thank you for listening and tuning in. 
Uh, and until next time, I'm your host, Aaron. This is... This is Chris. And Bob, again, thank you for joining us. Thanks so until next me, time, remember, always, you know, unfollow but never unfriend, especially on social media. Don't be that person. <laughs> and and we'll see you next time. And, uh, yeah, I'm going to go drink. So later, guys. <laughs> has been a Cross the Streams media podcast.